You like the Fast and Furious flicks? We're going to drive the franchise into the ground, bitch. The seventh road trip tip is to get some good stuff to listen to. Thank you for listening to Hog Story, where I am fast and I'm furious. I'm Fletcher. Where I am driving, I'm Carolyn Blaney. car does too oh no yeah this is a cool uh mario cartoon here oh yeah the mario cartoon <laughs> yeah what you drinking oh dear oh um voodoo ranger oh nice yeah yeah i like it um that's cool. Uh, which one? A uh, new Belgium IPA. And it's got this uh, this uh, forest ranger hat yeah. on the skulled person. The skull person. I like the goggles. Skull person. Oh, the goggles on the ranger. Yeah, yeah. The skull skull ranger. Yeah, the goggles on the ranger. Skull ranger. I'm gonna start calling you Skull Ranger. Cool. <laughs> Skull Ranger. Or oh uh, yeah, I can do that. Name me Pod. <laughs> and I will name, name you Pod. Oh. And duh. <laughs> and I will name you Pod. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's a uh, Monday. Oh, now oh. it works weird. <laughs> oh, Hi. nice. Huh. Monday. Monday. It's labeled Monday. as reverb, yeah. but it's not the reverb. Oh, cool. Yeah. Really oh, no. Cool. I got like a, a chipmunk in the in the smoker here. Not anymore. Tonight. I ran it off. Oh, you ran it off. Okay, good. Yeah. I did get a new microphone. Well, new to me. New to you. Awesome. Yeah. It's a uh, road, whatever the fuck. Uh, NT one dash A. NT. NT one for noticeable technology one. <laughs> and it is noticeable because it's a big silver. You know, it looks just like a Telefunken U forty seven, but it doesn't. Oh. With leather. Cool. Well. With leather, and it's a I, I am noticing it. I'm noticing your technology on this uh, Monday. Does it yeah. sound better or worse? No, it sounds good. No, I like it. Nice pause. It's not worse. <laughs> yeah, it's nice pause. <laughs> mm, well, uh, uh, 
Cinderella. No, you sound natural. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like a natural woman. (laughs) As you should. It's 2023. It is a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day to be a woman. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful day, I have to say, because it is uh, episode 268. We're so great. Oh, that's and, not what I would, uh, we thought you were going to say. We, what do you think I was going to say? I don't know. Okay. Well, we're going to be doing a, a new episode, and thank you for joining us. And um, please leave us a voicemail. We want to know: Can you drive a manual transmission? What's your origin story? How how did you do it? Can you do it? What are, the, what are your challenges that you're experiencing? I am learning how to drive manual transmission right now. How's that going? So I'm in that... It's uh, it's going. And I'm learning... I'm, I'm watching a lot of YouTube stuff. And then I'm also, oh, no. like, practicing. Yeah, yeah. But I did get some good tips. I got some good tips. And I, I do like, want to uh, discuss some of these tips with you. Oh, yeah, like uh, being sure to de- depress the clutch pedal in all the way. Yes, yes. That's one of the clips. And then oh. and then he also was talking about uh, going up a hill, you know, being on a down downhill and how challenging that is. Well, you got to feather mean, I've, that I've gas had... pedal and you got to keep feathering it, brother. Yeah. Yeah, you got to keep feathering it. And that's what I'm doing. I keep I'm keeping feathering it, um, and I I can I haven't gone on the highway yet, so oh, I'm not there yet. Yeah, but baby steps. Um, th- that's Have you okay. practiced in a parking lot? Baby steps. Yes, I've practiced in a parking lot. Yeah, it, and um, I was I I reversed. Nice. I went forward and then I reversed. Where is the cool. reverse on the uh, the shifting pattern? Oh, you have to flip it up, like in the on the neck. So it's it's one of those shifters because I know sometimes uh, you could have reverse in in like next to you know, the first gear or something. It's not yeah. on there, which is which is good because uh, I, I could see what, you you, I could switch? see making that. Yeah, you flip it, flip it up on underneath the underneath the. Well, um, I mean, you just uh, say stick. flip it up. What is it? Uh, th- I guess the neck of the s- of the stick. I don't know what that would be called. And that's a uh, that activates like a, a switch or what? Yeah, it activates a switch and it activates it to. So it's not uh, a it's not a position reserve. in the the in the you know shifting. In the, no, it's not a position in the shifting. No. What kind of vehicle is this? It is a accent. Honda, Hyundai, Hyundai. Ah, okay. I couldn't remember who made that. Yeah, yeah. The Hyundai accent. And uh, Hyundai accent. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a flip. So you have to flip it up to change it to reverse. Okay. Under rather than shifting it. So that's interesting. Um, because I've 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 read, or not read, but I've but I've seen multiple cars where it's in the shift in the gears in the actual gearbox. Yeah, yeah, like where, either uh, you know, like over and up, like 
to the left of first gear or, you know, maybe the last gear in the position. Oh, yeah. Something like that. One of the two. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. A Hyundai yeah, accent. That's pretty cool. What year model is this? Yeah. Uh, I think it's like a nine, nine or ten. 2009? Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like. What I color like, is um, it? Ah, <laughs> uh, what color is it? I guess What's it's the like, license plate? <laughs> oh. Nope, you cut out. Oh, dear. <laughs> make sure, to, to, make hmm? sure to follow me in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. But it's, uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm learning because I've, it's been this many years I've driven automatic and I've never had to drive a manual transmission before. Yeah, it's always good to know. So it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And what I am noticing is it it's all about the feeling. Is that right? Like you know the motion, the rhythm of the car. Uh well yeah, yeah. Like listening to the transmission. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. When it's when it's revved up to the appropriate level, you know? That's why, mm-hmm. you know, all those songs that start off with that, like uh, uh, Kickstart My Heart or, um, I don't know, Metallica's Fuel always had that sound. And, like, they'll replicate it on a guitar yeah, sometimes. Yeah. All that. Well, that's a manual transmission. Because you're revving it up and then you're oh, shifting yeah. to a higher gear, which makes the RPMs drop. And then you rev back up and shift to a... A higher gear and the RPMs drop again. That's what that man, man, man sound is. I'm not sure what that popping noise is either. <laughs> Are you hearing that? Popping noise. Uh, it's like an electrical pop. Like there's a, oh. a switch getting turned on or something. Huh. Man, it's all right. Anyway, it's just an annoyance. No big deal. I see. So that's going well. Like, um... Have you have you ground any gears? Um, I've stalled it. Uh-huh. I haven't that's like normal. um that's normal. Yeah, I haven't it I wasn't like I was um riding the clutch, which is good. I've heard yeah, that's not good. No, that's not good when you clutch. have it. Yeah, cuz if it's partially depressed, you know, those plates are just uh spinning against each other, wearing down. Oh, yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. It sounds like it's not a good thing to ride the clutch. No. But um but I started off with uh depressing the clutch, turning on the car, having the brake on, and then uh, going from neutral taking taking the parking brake down, going from neutral to the first gear and then just taking my foot off slowly off of the clutch and just to get a feel for, like the um, a feel for the clutch, mm, and like mm-hmm. where where does it you know where where does it go like right, how yeah, far yeah. back do it yeah so um, the motion and then and like I'm the, just whatever the what would you call that you know how far the travel of the pedal is that what you mean yeah 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 exactly and then and then I'm just kind of like not cruising but but I'm just 
like just not even putting my putting my foot on the gas just yet, but just feeling where the clutch is, and then and then just putting putting a little bit of gas on it. Yeah, and finding like your your clutch foot and your and your right foot, you know, they have to work in tandem. Yeah, because yeah. just as easily as you let off the clutch, that's how easily you gotta ease into the accelerator pedal. Oh yeah, that's true. You could easily just depress your foot too hard just on the on the it. gas, yeah. which yeah. is no good. No. Just smash it. <laughs> and then remembering to depress the clutch whenever you are braking. Oh yeah, yeah. I, and I've had to had to do that. Um, and there was uh, I I haven't really gone up up a hill yet. Yeah. Um, like really small ones that. You only would notice them if you were driving a manual transmission, yeah. and you weren't. You know, you didn't understand. You didn't understand how uh, you were affected by gravity so much. Well, it's really fun so, when you have a stop sign or uh, a stoplight, some sort of traffic control on a hill, and you have to like oh, take yeah. off from the line still at an incline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is there is an intersection in Keswick that's like that, and. Um, even in an automatic, I'm just like, oh, I just gun it as soon yeah, as yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, because even in an automatic, yeah. you can still roll back on some of those steep inclines. Yeah, and you could feel it too, mm-hmm. and that's not no fun um, to feel it. But uh, driving a manual transmission, now you know why they taught you to operate the accelerator and the brake strictly with your right foot and not brake with your yes. left. Yeah, as some people yeah. want to do when they start off. That's true. Yeah, it's like way natural to put my foot on the gas and the and the brake. Um, mm-hmm. Do people actually put their foot like on the clutch when they're when they're resting it? Is that is that a thing? Like I know it's I know it's bad mm-hmm. form, it yeah. but people do that. Mm-hmm. People rest their left foot on their brake sometimes. Which is wow. definitely bad form. Yeah, it is bad form. <laughs> it's gonna make your yeah, car so going drive like. Easy. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. It's not good for your car. Mm-mm. And yeah, so I'm I'm going real easy and very cautious. Well, it's good you've Maybe already started stalled <laughs> out. That way, you know what it's like and what it takes to stall the car out. And what it takes to avoid it. Yeah, yeah. And then just like stopping and then not being in neutral or being in neutral. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't want to You don't want to have it in gear and, and then forget. You, you always want to yeah. remember to take it out. Well, unless you're parking, then yeah, you put it back into it first. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I was... In one of these clips, he was talking. This uh, this guy, he was talking about how uh, um, you can park and put it in reverse. Like if you were, uh, you know, putting if your park nose in, mm-hmm. and then and then you put the parking brake on, and then you put hit the clutch, and then you put it into reverse. So when you're, you know, if you forget, it's like oh, it's already going backwards when you turn it turn it on. Oh, yeah, you want to avoid doing that. Is that what you're saying? 
Oh, I guess it depends on when where the vehicles. How the vehicles I wouldn't want to forget perhaps. that I had it in reverse and start the car and blammo, reverse time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe it's better to just have it neutral. <laughs> well, I mean, anyway. Always put it in gear when you when you park, and then take it out of gear when you get in the car. Oh yeah, and that's also why it's why they still teach you know to turn your wheel into the curb. You know what uh, I mean? Yes. In case yeah. it does roll away because you're in a manual transmission vehicle. Oh, yeah. I never understood that why that was. Yeah, because if it, it, was if it did manage to like roll, like let loose and roll, it would turn into the curb and. Meet mm, that obstacle. I see. Yeah. Or if it were to reverse, it would also still turn to meet the uh, obstacle of the curb. Yes. But they're fun. I uh, yeah, so all these, yeah, they're fun. And it was fun learning for me. Yeah. When I was younger. Um. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're learning. In yeah. A, in a safe. Yeah. Me too. Uh, who makes the Hyundai? Korea? Is that South Korea? It's uh, South Korea, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Good old South Korean safety. Yes, exactly. They don't call them crumple zones. They are demilitarized zones. Decrashified <laughs> zones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Uh, yeah. Do you want to play any of these clips you have? Yeah, yeah. I actually wanted to ask you about this. Uh, uh, I want to talk about steep hills. Okay. I want to talk about this tip because maybe this is something you do or should I do this? It seems logical, but you could play the clip and, and you could tell me what you think. I'll be the judge of that. You'll be um, the but judge here's of that. a great tip uh, that you might find useful even once you do have experience, uh, and that is to use the parking brake. Uh, especially the handbrake, and usually manual transmission cars still have uh, a handbrake. Uh, watch what I do with my feet now. Uh, clutch in, first gear. Now what I'm doing is I'm applying the handbrake. I've got my finger on the button here still, so it's mobile. Now I'm letting off of the brake pedal. And then what I do is I give it gas and I let the clutch out a little bit till I feel it grab, and then I release the parking brake and I'm off. Now this can be really helpful even if you are experienced, as I said, because uh, let's say you park on the street, uh, nose up, uh, uphill, and someone parks behind you and leaves no room, so you have no margin of error to roll back even a little bit. That's the situation where you would, again, clutch in, in gear, parking brake, let go of the regular brake pedal, and then there you go. It's a good tip. Now, for what it's worth. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what do you think of this? Yeah, with what he's saying, when when there's no margin of error to roll back. Yeah. That's def that's certainly handy. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, you have a lot going on if you're a beginner. Because you're still not used to your feet. Yeah, that's true. And then you're true. adding in another variable yeah. of the same sort of feel with holding the button in and slowly releasing, mm -hmm. like letting the parking brake release. 
Like that's a whole lot of uh Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, ease you gotta you gotta think about with your feet and your hands. You might as well be a drummer with all that coordination. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then <laughs> now you're a drummer. Yeah, I know a drummer. Whoa. <laughs> the magic of podcasting. <laughs> yes. Went from being a podcaster, learning how to drive manual, to being a drummer. Watch out, Lars. Just like Meg White. Again. Just like me. Yes. <laughs> what What did you find challenging? You, like when you were learning how to drive sta- mo- standard? It was the coordination with my feet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The shift pattern yeah. I got... Because of video games, honestly, and um, and watching That's my dad and my I'm brothers drive. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but video games get like having uh, on either PC or any of the whatever systems, like a an actual oh. wheel and a little shifter. They all have pretty much like a four speed shift pattern, where one is in the upper left and two is lower left, and then. Mm-hmm. Repeat for three and four, except on the right side. And that's pretty much that's how it what goes, I you know. And then yeah. there are differences between the the manufacturers of where it reverses. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, the pattern's on top of the knob. Yes, yeah. That's true. And um, doing the motions like that, even though it's a game... Uh, helps create muscle memory, like air guitar. If you're learning how to play guitar, air guitar first. Mm-hmm. Okay, that gets your brain used oh, to yeah. uh, hearing the music and approximating your hand position based on what you hear. Uh, but same with um, the shift pattern. You know, if somebody else is driving the car, listen to the transmission. Like, nah, well, you know, and you go through the the one, two, three, four, or however many gears it has. Yeah. Is it four speed, five speed, yeah. six speed, thirteen speed? Um, I think it's <laughs> I think it's four speed. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's or no, sorry, five speeds. Ooh, five speed. oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the big rig trucks, you know, they'll have shift patterns. Like I drove a, uh, what was it? Well, I drove a, a Kenworth for a while, and then a uh, um, Peterbilt. No, a Freightliner. Freight shaker, but uh, oh, they both had freight eight, shaker. They both had uh, eight speed, and so it's the normal Whoa. four. It's the normal four shifting pattern. But then when you go from four to five, you flip up a switch, and once the switch is up, now mm-hmm. first gear position is fifth gear, and then you go through five, six, seven, eight in the same way you went to one, two, three, four. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. That is fun stuff. Especially just remembering uh, to flip the switch going from five to four or down, you know. I mean, down from five to four or up from four to five, like on hills. Do you have to, in a in a big rig like that, do you have to shift in order? Mm, yeah and no. Mm. It depends on what you're doing. I see. Most of the time I never, uh, unless it was just like, heavy and completely loaded down like right up to the limit i never even took off in first gear i always took off in second oh yeah yeah especially like just 
driving bobcat, meaning not pulling a trailer, just the truck. Oh, okay. Shit. You could take off in fourth gear. <laughs> Go from neutral to fourth gear. <laughs> yeah, they got so much torque. You just, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's why if I ever get, like, ass loads of money to just like, mm-hmm. blow on uh, a fun vehicle, fuck a sports car. Yeah. I'm getting a big rig. And I'm taking the fifth <laughs> wheel off, and I'm turning it into the world's yeah. biggest van. <laughs> Just extend the sleeper cab all the way back over the axles. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a huge fucking van. And it will haul (laughs) all of the ass and then some. Oh, yeah. Haul an ass with room to spare. That's awesome. (laughs) Instead of bring out your dead, it'd be bring out your ass. Bring out your ass. And, of course, (laughs) it would be spray painted in the typical... uh, 1970s way of having like a mural on the side. A wolf is going to be involved in a scantily clad Indian woman. Native American, excuse me. (laughs) Oh. Airbrushed. Of course. Artistic. Yeah. And then you have to uh, have an American flag with a bald eagle. No, um, no, no, no. We're not doing that. Not doing that? No. With a, with, um, with guns? And nah, no, 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 I don't know. Cigar? No. Mm, no. <laughs> I'm not doing all that. No, there's going to be an American Indian woman. There's going to be a wolf. There's going to be a full moon and some clouds. Uh, there's oh, going clouds, to be okay. black silhouettes of mountains. And uh, what about lightning? Yeah. Yeah. You got to have lightning. You got to have lightning. And then uh, across the back, because it's going to have doors too, of course. Two doors on the back. What about a fire? Like like a fire, uh, like a bonfire. Oh no, that might confuse people. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we don't want that. they might come at you with uh, yeah because trying like, to put out the fire. Yeah, I would have stories of all the times I got hit with garden hoses. You know, driving down these streets, your <laughs> van's on fire <laughs> because I would use the most realistic uh, airbrush artist, whoever that is. I'd oh yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because you want across the back, I would have emblazoned Captain Winky. (laughs) Oh yeah, you know, airbrush to look like the letters are glowing, like a (laughs) you know, luminescent blue. (laughs) You you guys Google it. Yeah, you guys Google it. You guys can also call us. We have a voicemail number right here. Yeah, and let us know. Yeah, what do, why don't you hit me with a voicemail? I will. Certainly, Woo. this caller is telling us about their experience with a manual transmission. Some might call it a stick Excellent. shift. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wolf City. Hey. And saw this in the voicemail box that I didn't see while you were still here. Because uh, Trasquatch called. Oh. So I figured... We'd pass it on. Hey, this is oh, this is like a day I dreamt up for a while. The smoker and the bowl ate it together. That was fun. So, okay. I've already told oh, yeah. Fletcher and 
Laney, but I'm going to send them some wine. It's almost ready. Oh, shit, uh, yeah. The, the first oh, nice. ferment is done. Mm. And mm. I'm no going to start the second ferment with a little bit more yeast and honey with the guava wine. Beautiful. But I want to make wow. sure that the the bowlers, I've called in a few times, it sounds a little different than that. We just got to make us do. But I want to make sure you guys like wine too. Because I want to give oh, you yeah. some value and I ain't got none of that papery fake money. Uh, oh, that's all right. Yes, my question. Hey, hey. have you not done this sooner? At least where I've heard it. Have a good evening. I'm Smoking in the bowl. Tonight. Wait, his question was what? Hold on, let me. And just where I've heard it. Uh, yes, my question. Hey, have you not done this sooner? At least where I've heard it. Did you catch that? Have a good evening. I'm I, smoking I, in the bowl. I I'm going to attempt to translate. I don't know, but I think he means you and I being in the bowl like we were on Friday. And I want to thank Spencer and Lorian for having us on mm -hmm. uh, with, for Bowls with Buds. And I suspect this bowls. is what he meant. Well, that, that why, wouldn't, why haven't we done Bowls with Buds sooner? I mean, we oh, have been on, on there. Let me re-listen to that. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. We've okay. just got to make us do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I want to make sure you guys like wine too, because I want to give you like some wine, value, yes. and I ain't got none of that papery fake money. Mm. Uh, but yes, my question: Hey, have you not done this sooner? At least where I've heard it. Have a good evening. I'm smoking oh. in the bowl. Smoking tonight. in the bowl. Smoking and every bowl. night that I have a chance to. Why, thank you. Good evening. Is that a transplant? <laughs> and transplant. now it comes full circle because we're bowling in the smoker. You are. We got to have Hi, them. Ah, yes, we're right here. We have to have them in the smoker faux show. The faux show. Yeah, put it put it all full circle. Absolutely. Pod to pod. Certainly. Yeah, and uh, what have is our that? Pod our, uh, in their pod. And we're pod to podding, you know? All over the place. You're so you weird. guys Google it. <laughs> Is that our third or fourth time? Uh, well, we, you and I did it individually, and then we were both on. I think we've been on together on Bulls with Buds three. at least three or four times. Yeah. Three times? That's what I was thinking. Three times. Yeah. You guys Google it. Yeah, you guys Google it. <laughs> <laughs> but we love Spencer and Lorian. We do. fantastic. Yes, yes. I'm al I'm always up for a casual and fun time. Hell yeah. It's always Hell fun yeah. with those two because they're Definitely. phenomenal people and uh on the cutting edge of all the all the cool shit going on. So, you know, they're they're just cutting on that edge. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Spencer cut me wide I open it. with it, so uh No. Whoa. Know. Well, I'm trying to, you know, do things uh, right, now you're, with it. Now, We're lit. That's what they say. Woo. 
We're lit. Hopefully the wine yeah, doesn't have right any... Uh, there's a... Clostridium botulinum buildup. No, there's not. We doubt it. No, we... I doubt it. No. Yeah. No. But we are... Uh, we are lit. We are. And why are they lit? <laughs> why was that loud? Well. <laughs> They're supposed to be lit. Yeah, we are. Says says you. Yeah. Well, we are. Yeah. Different. We are. We're so lit. <laughs> That's how lit we are. <laughs> how about it hit me with another voicemail? How about it? Okay. How about voicemail? That's what I was doing. Maybe trying. <laughs> I was probably trying to do that. Yeah. And most of them come with a phone number. Oh, they do. Joe Biden said, come. And most of them come with a phone number. I haven't used the uh, Ableton in a while, so I forgot where the buttons were. Oh, this is exciting. Oh, there that is. Found it. I'll let it play again. It's so great. Woo! That is great. Call it direct. Call it collect. But call it today. So, I have to say, this is a point of pride for me. Mm. Uh, growing up, my parents didn't have a manual transmission vehicle. We had the van, which was a uh, uh, three-speed with overdrive uh, Chevy, uh, and uh, and a car there, which was a Buick uh, uh, again, three-speed with uh, with uh, overdrive, and uh, you know the uh, the Buicla Saber is what I uh, took my auto uh, exam on when I was uh, a teenager. Saber. Got my first driver's license. Uh, but I uh, pressed a, a, a friend of mine that I need to, you know, pay back this this obligation I have to him. Uh, James Honaker allowed me to drive his Mazda MX-5 four-speed, four-cylinder pickup truck. And we drove all around this parking lot in, in West Charleston, the Patrick Street Plaza, and then this, the, he he freaking took himself seriously. He had me drive up the hills in uh, in uh, West Charleston there, up into the into the north. You leave the uh, the the river uh, plains there, and you actually go up the mountain footsteps. And uh, you know, even had me you know uphill at a stop sign, uh, having to stop and uh, start on a on a clutch on a on a hard uphill, he did allow me to use a handbrake. Uh, mm-hmm. So even though mm-hmm. uh, I had to ask mm-hmm. like three different friends until I could find someone that would teach me, uh, I, I had no opportunity within my family there to, to learn to drive this stick shift. Uh, so since I uh, learned that when I bought them, uh, the only vehicle that I purchased that I didn't, that it hasn't been a stick shift uh, was the pickup truck I bought for my little brother, uh, 1995 uh, Chevy uh, C1500, uh, 5.7 liter, uh, small blockade. Uh, I don't, I'm not quite sure if it's fuel injection or not. Uh, but anyways, that's not a stick shift. So the main car I'm driving is the 370Z. And, uh, yes, I take the, uh, cool. this manual transmission as a, uh, millennials and younger will not even try to steal it because they have no <laughs> idea how to drive a stick. And I like that. And the fact that it has no cellular chipset in the car is also a wonderful thing. 
In the smoker. In the smoker. Oh, in the smoker. Thank you, caller. I do believe Baron that was Jeff uh, Goldblum. Baron Spud the Mighty, I believe. Oh, well, he is definitely Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Oh. That's really yep. cool, though. I mean, that, yeah. that's similar to my, uh, to me, like, my family never bought. Oh, I guess my dad, he, my dad did have a stick shift. He had a uh, Torino Cobra. Ooh, okay. But I couldn't drive, but, uh, yeah, he, he never got to learn how to drive it. He never let me drive it. Because it was, you know, muscle car. And, or is uh, it because... Hey, you're a piece of shit! Oh, no. Okay, good. No. No. I don't like that clip. Oh, wait. Only when it's directed at you. <laughs> Jokes are not funny anymore. I don't like that clip anyway. Oh, bitch. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, <bad>. wait. <laughs> there we go. I erased it. <laughs> The magic of editing, oh, it's thanks. now gone. The magic of editing, it's gone. <laughs> yep. Did, did you go up hills when you learned? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. In like uh, really downtown Longview, ones? there's there's uh, an intersection with a railroad track where it goes underneath. So it's like a steep dip down and then back up on the other side of the tracks. Yep. There's a red light. On uh, either side, actually. So no matter which oh, way you're going. Train tracks are. Yeah, but it, it goes underneath the train, the the tracks. Oh, okay. So it's a steep okay. incline on both ends. It's just down Ooh. and right back up. Yeah, as oh, a kid, it would like give me that feeling in my stomach, like a roller coaster would. Oh, I see. So your your stomach would go up into your throat and then back yeah, into but not, your stomach. Not, not as intense as a roller coaster, but. Yeah, the slight yeah. sensation of it was still there, um, and when I was learning how to drive, learning um, how fast I could uh, gun it to to really boom without yeah fucking up the car. Oh, you know, yeah. by coming like getting air and then coming back down. It's not like in the movies oh. you fuck your vehicle no. up big time. Yeah, you don't want to get air. This isn't a Steve McQueen movie. You don't want to have. But if Steve McQueen had shot movies in Longview, he would have used that for sure. And he would have been (laughs) chased. And he would have like gunned it just enough and made it just underneath it. And then the bad guy coming behind him would have gunned it too much and just stayed in the air and hit the side of the bridge and exploded. Whoa. I know. It's a Steve McQueen movie that should have been and never was. Yeah, really? What did he say that guy's name was? Speed with overdrive, uh, Chevy, uh, and uh, and a car there, which was a Buick. Uh, oh, the uh, again, three speed with uh, with uh, overdrive, and uh, you know the uh, the Buick LeSabre is what I uh, took my auto uh, exam on when I was uh, a teenager. I got my first driver's license, uh, but I had pressed a. a a friend of mine that I need to, you know, pay back this this obligation I have to him, uh, James Honaker. Oh, okay, James Honaker. Mm-hmm. Terrible name. I hate him because of his name. <laughs> oh, I'm looking up these uh, two thousand. So I'm looking up these Mazda. He said it was a Mazda five speed. MX five um, four MX5, speed five four speed cylinder pickup. Whoa, they're actually like really cool. 
these oh, yeah? ones because are you putting it like, in the chat they room? have yeah i'll put it in the chat room they uh, i was looking at carfax.com oh carfax yeah but then they have all these different How many ones facts? the many facts many facts Oh, there's like 1998, and I like how the like the ca- like some of them have like a a cab, a little one in the back, but it's not it's negligible. It's not like a big ass one. Not the ones that that are around now, where it's like oh, it's a you know it's a four door pickup truck, and this actually has a a bed. You know mm. how they you remember when truck remember when pickup trucks had beds and you could put stuff in it. This is one yeah. of those. Oh, crazy. <laughs> crazy. Whoa. Speed. Whoa. Cylind- oh, I clicked the wrong link. Oh. Sort of playing back uh, ISO. Oh. Oh, yeah. One of those little trucks. It looks like a Ford yeah. Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really cool. Actually. I wouldn't be surprised if, if they were actually made, you know, Mazda made the Ford Ranger. <laughs> it either just, they look either so way similar. would make sense to me. Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, uh, if it's rear wheel drive, you want to have weight in the bed, or else your your back wheels will let loose. You know. Oh, definitely. Those little trucks you can—they're fun to fishtail in if you are doing it on purpose. Yeah, especially if you're doing it on purpose. That's for sure. But if it's like a surprise, motherfucker! You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> always wanted to get um, like a oxygen tank like a large one to fit across the back in the bed and <laughs> bolt it to the bed with like some big ass u-bolts or something u-shaped yeah. bolts yeah just to have, and fill the tank with concrete so you have some permanent <laughs> weight on that rear axle feel the oh so you can okay, haul ass okay. in those little trucks yeah 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 i know a guy that had a he had a v8 in a chevy s10 which was also a compact truck pickup like that Oh, neat. Yeah, a V8. I think the Chevy S10 like originally came with a, a you know, a six-cylinder. I'm pretty sure. But, um, yeah, that little thing hauled ass. I'd see it all over town. I'd hear it before I ever saw it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Do you have any more uh, of these clips you want to play? Cool. Oh, yeah, we can play more clips. Um, let's see. Well, I, I, he was talking about, um, I did ask this question to you. Uh, do you need to shift in order? And, uh, and he, uh, and this guy who's talking about manual transmissions, uh, answers that question as well as cruising. And I want, I want you to tell me about cruising in neutral, uh, but play this clip first. Hmm. Uh, okay. And don't judge me. I'm trying to help you and it's free. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it is free. <laughs> it's free. All right. Here you go. Um. Here's a question you might not think of. Do you need to shift in order? The answer is no. Like right now, I'm in third gear, right? Let's say I gave it a lot of gas. I can go right into fifth because the engine speed was high. This is the kind of thing that might happen if you are... Uh, taking off from a light or something or on a hill, let's say, um, in first gear, and you give it a lot of revs and you rev up pretty high, you can go from first to third. No reason not to. 
Now here's something you shouldn't do, and that is coast in neutral. I know, Uncle Tony told you you save gas by coasting in neutral by doing this, right? Okay, maybe at some point in history that was true. Probably not very true, probably not worth much, but take a look what's happening right now. I'm slowing down in gear. You know what's happening? My fuel injectors are off. They are not pumping fuel. That's how modern cars work. So what's happening is if I'm accelerating and then I'm coasting or going down a hill like this, foot off the accelerator, I'm not using gas. What happens if I put it in neutral like Uncle Tony says? Then I am using gas because gas is needed to keep the engine turning. So there you go, Uncle Tony. You outsmarted yourself. Yeah, Uncle Tony. Yeah. <laughs> you outsmarted yourself. You outsmarted yourself. And it's free, you fucking tit shitter. Yeah. Yeah, and he yells that. that <laughs> As one does. Yeah, what is your experience? Do, do you uh, use, do you just, can you cruise in neutral? I and wouldn't, mainly because of... Um, your car's not in gear, therefore you have mm. no control other okay. than your brake and your steering. Yeah. Like, no, I'm, I always want to have as much control over the vehicle as I can, so I don't cruise in neutral. No. And, um, yeah. Okay. But yeah, the, uh, the gear change, right. Or, and you can, if you're slowing like way, way, way down, like suddenly, you yeah. know, like you're surprised. Surprise, mm-hmm. motherfucker. And you got to yeah. fucking hit them brakes then yeah if you're you know shift a, skip a gear and oh. let your engine help you slow down yeah yeah because driving big rigs that's what i mean we you're always using your your engine to slow down instead of your your pedal brake because oh, those okay. will burn up and catch on fire ah yeah that's no good yeah so you always gotta yeah. like you're always climbing a hill in a low gear because of all the weight. Yeah. But then, before you crest the hill, you got to be sure and put it in the next gear down. Because you you always go down a hill a gear lower than the gear you climbed it in. Oh, okay. And that way, your engine is providing a lot of the braking. So, like, you'd probably go into, you'd probably be in, like, fifth gear going up a hill. And then, and then going down, you'd want to be... In fourth. A third, fourth gear? Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Or usually it was like climbing in uh, third gear and having to put it in second and really creep down that fucking hill and everybody's pissed at you. But you know what? <laughs> You're not driving a runaway fucking truck. No. No. Yeah. And they always like drilled in the head to make sure you have it in a gear before you start, before you crest that hill and start going down. Because once it starts going down, you can never get it out of neutral because there are no synchronizers in the transmission. Of a big rig, like there are in a normal passenger vehicle. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you don't really have to synchronize the speed of the the engine with the gear you want it to go in. Yeah, I've noticed that. Like, it's it, I guess you could match yourself with te- the the tachometer, but yeah, it's but not there are necessary. There are the synchronizer gears or whatever they are in the in a transmission like that for a, a passenger car. Yeah, yeah. And so they help it just slip right on in, whereas those aren't there in a big rig. So 
you have to use the tachometer to match your the speed of your engine to the gears. Okay. So uh, big rig is obviously more involved. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. In the in the learning, like learning about it. Yeah. But then yeah. when you're driving it, it's actually easier. Cuz I don't mm-hmm. have I wouldn't have to clutch to shift gears. It's called floating the gears. You oh, can just match your engine oh. speed, like watch your tachometer and match the engine speed and it just like you take it out of gear, it's in neutral and you kind of just put pressure on the gear shift on the gear you want to go into and then you match the engine speed and it just oh. like whoop sucks it right in. And you're in gear. No need for the clutch. And so once you get used to that rhythm, it's actually easier than using the clutch between every gear. Mainly because when you're taking off, you have to go through the gear so quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because like by the time you're in fourth gear, you still haven't done 20 miles an hour yet. Oh. In one of those. Yeah. Oh, so it's different because, like, fourth gear, I guess, would probably be you're going um, sixty, maybe. Yeah, that's maybe your top gear if that, if you got four or or five gears. Yeah, well, I mean, oh, it's sorry, obviously I'm not thinking, your top if you got five, but you know. What yeah, I mean. yeah. It's oh, sorry, I'm thinking speed. kilometers, but yeah. So I guess yeah, that'd no, be yeah. forty. Yeah, forty miles is uh, yeah, and then and then fifth gear would probably be in sixty miles. But not so with a big truck. But they're fun to drive. Oh, that's cool. Imagine that was that would be like the first first uh, stick shift that you drove was a big rig. <laughs> uh, some people at the driving school I went to, it was. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, but they, they did it all the same. They really teach you the same way. I mean, it's just a bigger vehicle is all. Oh. Mm-hmm. But and now now that I've driven a stick shift, and then like I drive my my automatic, and then I watch the tachometer on my automatic. So I I I try to get to I I get up to sixty miles an hour, and and then I I see like the tachometer going like five thousand uh revs per minute, and then it would go down. It would go down to three, and we're like, what is oh, going yeah. on? <laughs> not that I'm not that I'm trying to pay attention to that, but not but I'm a little bit more um uh aware of the RPMs on on the automatic and noticing how little torque I get on it mm, because mm. I don't have control over the torque. Oh yeah, of, yeah. Yeah. Like it's a peppy it's I mean I mean I've dri- driven peppier cars, but you know, it's it's a it's a Civic. It gets you where it gets you where you need you need to go, but um, it doesn't have that. Uh, it's it's not a torquey thing. You got any um, clips about control like that? Um, being in see. control of it. Let's see. Engine um, and transmission, maybe. Yeah, let's talk about that. I want to. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, yeah. Go to that one. So what's happening is when you're sitting still, your engine is going 750 RPM and your transmission and the gears are not moving at all. And you've got to get them going together at the same speed. And that is going to be your job through the use of the clutch, clutch pedal. And you are going to suck at it. It's going to be hilarious. To me, you're going to hate it, but I'm laughing just thinking about it. 
But here, you probably ought to laugh at it too because you're going to be bad. But if you stick with it and practice, you're going to get better. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I'm pretty bad at it. No, just, <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> as long as you know the correct techniques and that's what you're practicing, you'll do fine. Yeah. What are you opening yeah. over there? A, a bottle? Whoa. There oh, we go. like four of them. Four of them, yeah. It's a good thing I'm not a professional bottle opener because my form was very poor. Oh, I'm disappointed. <laughs> um, but that's a... Uh, yeah, um, now now I have a better idea of the relationship between your engine and your transmission. Because you don't have, when you're driving an automatic, you have absolutely no concept mm. of of those two things working together uh, under under the hood. Because an automatic, it automatically uh, are is you, you just press the gas and then the transmission and the engine are just working together, and then you see the um, RPMs, and you don't even think about it. Um, yeah, you just drive straight and to the left. <laughs> you know? yeah. So uh, that's that's a that's about it. But, um, but when you're but when you drive manual, it, there's you're responsible for so much more. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. We're responsible for these voicemails, though. Oh, hit me with the voicemail. Oh, I will. And most of them come with a phone number. Uh, they do. Wham. Get that, son. <coughs> yeah. Call it direct. Call it collect. But, but call it today. Call it today. 430 Manual transmissions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have some experience. Oh, nice. That's how I learned to drive. Good. Cool. We had a long thread about it in the smoker a, a year or two ago. I wouldn't doubt that. Anyway, my dad had a uh, business selling used cars, and he would get surplus equipment and trucks from uh, the government and he had a 1964 Dodge pickup that had been in the Air Force and it had a three on the tree transmission. He plopped me down in that damn thing and uh, expected me to drive and uh, he sent me out in uh, the middle of a field and I struggled with that thing for quite some time until I got the hang of it Uh, later on when I was about 15 uh, he had me drive from it was an interstate drive so yeah I, I I got used to that pretty good. And then he set me up with advanced lessons. Oh. I'll call back. Oh, okay. Ooh, a follow-up. Ooh, huh? advanced lessons. Oh. Well, uh, just to pull the curtain back a little bit, 
I was left alone with a manual transmission. This is this oh. is me in the middle of the parking lot. Just no, you. nobody on the just me in the manual transmission, mm-hmm. and I had to figure that out. So, um, oh, like uh, even yeah. the, the all of it, the mechanics of it, everything, the motion. Yeah, yeah, just like turn it on, and then oh yeah, the reverse was just pull pull the pull the lever that's underneath the uh, stick. Just pull tricky, it up. Tricky, tricky, and then tricky shift it to a side that is designated for it and then reverse and it's it's uh yeah i think that's the best way of learning is uh just pushing someone into the pool with the sharks well uh, yeah but i mean having some basic like instruction of uh what does what and all that helps yeah yeah, I guess I had a little bit of of concept. Uh, you want to see what the caller was talking about with uh, that the sixty four Dodge pickup, the oh. three on the tree. Yes, I do. Uh, yes, picture, three on the tree. Picture in the chat room there. Ooh, uh, picture in the chat room. Let's yeah. see this three oh, on the tree. Oh, <laughs> okay. Take a look at that. Reverse second. Oh wow. Okay, so that's like. Totally different. It's not like a yeah, but it's on the box. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's in the floor. On the it's on your yeah, yeah. It's on the steering column. Ah, yeah. Wow. Clutch pedals right there. But where's the brake? In, I guess the brake in the gas would probably yeah. Be the they're same not place. in the picture really. They're in the same place. Oh, the only okay. thing different is is operating the uh, transmission with the the shift on the steering column. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. Well, I want to hear tree. this. Three. Oh, you, uh, so that's what it's called. Three on the tree. Yeah, because like this, not counting this, reverse, uh, it's got one, two, and three gears. Oh, okay. So this is first, second, third. Mm-hmm. I see. Oh, that makes sense because there's three, and it's on the, on tree. the tree. Oh, I oh, get shit, it now. She figured it out. I figured it out. I figured it out, everybody. Look at that. You move with the bus now. Oh, yeah, the follow-up. <laughs> Woo! So later, and I don't, I think this was before I turned 16, uh, my dad got a hold of a uh, two-and-a-half-ton uh, military cargo truck, one of those that... Basically, ten-wheel drive diesel oh, monsters. Yeah. Whoa. And for cool. some reason, he parks that at in the driveway at our house. I, he wanted to keep it as a personal vehicle for some reason. It sat there for a really long time. Anyway, he took me to a giant empty parking lot of a horse track that was going to be torn down. And I got to wrestle that super heavy clutch uh, for a couple of hours on a couple of different afternoons. Um, So, yeah, Uh, my ability to drive a manual transmission was pretty much permanently cemented 
from that point forward. And I think uh I think I may have used a manual transmission on a couple of motorbikes too, but that doesn't really count. Okay, in the smoker. In the smoker. In the smoker. Thank caller. you, caller. Oh, appreciate that. That's cool. I wonder Whoa, uh, going from three on the tree to a ten wheel drive diesel. I wonder if it was something like this. Um Oh, oh you dropping a picture in the chat? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Take a look at that. Oh, Whoa, <laughs> yeah. Take a look at that. Whoa. I mean if you if you put two wheels yeah. on the two rear axles, that would be ten. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean they have the they're, really, they're, really they're, long uh things that like are articulated in the middle. Um mm. but I don't think he was talking about that. That that kind of truck you could you could just uh drive up. Yeah, that's the kind of vehicle you, know, you go places say, in. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You say, Get in, bitches, we're gonna go go fight for freedom. Or you roll up to the smoker and say, Yo quiero taco bell. Oh, that too. <laughs> Probably. Uh, let's Probably. play another voicemail. Hit me with a voicemail! Yeah. Oh, I love to pee yeah. and get the pee out of me. Joe Biden said come. <laughs> and most of them come with a phone number. Yeah. You're Jeff Goldblum. Uh, but Woo! Biden's not. No, he's not. Wham! Happy Monday! Oh, snap. Happy Monday! Hey! Oh, yeah. Monday. Monday. Yes. And it's free, you fucking tit shitter. I know you guys are having a fantabulous time because you're Mm -hmm. in the smoker. Hey, and you're Jeff Goldblum. With Mr. Jeff Jeff somewhere in the corner. Sure are. You're Jeff Goldblum. Um, uh, My experience with manuals, uh, not a lot. Um, Yeah, I had a job where I had to work in a car place and I'd drive just the cars right around, like from front to back kind of thing. And that was like my learning experience with them. Um, and then sometimes I'd go pick up customers and I'd always like try to get them to drive their car back. Cause if not, I was like, they want to be goofy and like stalling out on driving down the street. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I could definitely learn. I feel like everybody could learn, but we never had a car that had a manual or we never had a manual growing up and I've never owned one. So yeah, experience is very, very little. Um, so it would take me a while to, uh, get used to it. So, as they say, but you know, anyway, I know some people prefer, uh, my uncle does. He prefers the manuals. He likes to feel like he's driving. Um, but he's not also, mm-hmm. I ahead. So I kind of lived a little bit more out of town. Then, so, but it so looks like they're lit. Do with it too. How else am I supposed to, you know, juggle my burrito and my mocha frappuccino and drive at the same time? If I'm doing a manual. Mm, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, that's true. True. Well, that's that. Uh, it's been an exciting week, but uh, I'll scream about that on that other show that you guys cut to later. Um, <laughs> so. Oh, well, yeah. I mean. Uh, All right. Well, appreciate y'all. y'all oh, thank y'all. you. We appreciate and, you. Uh, you know, whether or not it's an eight ball in the corner pocket or a seven ball Ooh. in the side pocket or <laughs> or 
I won't say that. Or <laughs> something uh, in nature's you're just pocket. To this. Let's all give a hearty. Oh, thank you. Thank you for coming, Christopher. Oh, thank you, Christopher Battles. Very nice. What a guy. Oh, that's still on. Yeah, a lot, a lot yeah. of people's families did not have the manual transmission. Like True. It's, uh, it, you know, I, I used to think my dad just didn't want me to learn manual transmission. He was the one that taught maybe me so. how to drive. You and are I, a and woman. I always thought maybe, maybe, maybe he wanted to uh, keep all the fun cars for himself and didn't want me to drive them. Mm. That was the idea. But that, but that's okay. Now, now I'm learning. Now, now I get to drive all the cool cars. In theory, because all the real fun ones are are manual. Most of them. I'll be the judge like of the, that. Uh, Civ- like the Civic SIs. Yeah. You gotta. They're all like manual. Oh yeah, yeah. And years ago, they were they were saying that uh, manual transmissions are are on the way out. Like the top. Top cars, uh, you don't have um, manual transmission and like Bugattis or whatever anymore. Oh, which wow. I mean, you do, but yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, of course you do. Yeah, of course you do. But it's all I for remember- that push for electric vehicles. You know? Yeah, yeah, and I guess electric vehicles—they uh, don't care about the engine. I guess there wouldn't be a real engine. No, there's an electric there. motor. It's Instantly, yeah. Like the, there's no need for a transmission. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of cool, but it, the the ability to recharge your batteries is just uh, not there. No, no. And and somewhere I I did hear somewhere that the manual transmissions are coming back. People people uh, people still get them. I mean the the new New 2023 models uh, out there offer manual transmission. Mm. I, I don't think they're really going away. Um, um, the you know even even non supercars, they still they still have them. Yeah, stupor like, cars. Stupor cars like uh, the um, uh, what is what is that? What is that one that? Uh, Tom's a girl likes it's the um, um begins with an M, not Maserati. It's uh oh. mix something. Anyway, it'll come McLaren? to McLaren. <laughs> McLaren, yeah. He likes yeah. the Mc- yeah, yeah. The those are still around. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's do another I, voicemail. Oh, hit me with the voicemail. Oh. And most of them come with a phone number. I always hit that one instead of the Joe Biden said come. Yeah. And most of them come with a phone number. Man. Isn't the smoker with us? This is, this is amazing. Yeah. <gasps> Big fan. Every day feels like Christmas. In the smoker. In the smoker. Good evening, John. In the smoker. Good evening, Carolyn. Well, hey there. Good evening. How are you? Doing good. Great. How are you? That's good to hear. Yeah. Me too. I'm having Woo. a great time. Excellent. Oh, listening to the show that hasn't started yet. Oh, but the, I, I love it. The question is, uh, can I drive a manual? 
Yes. And I can. Um, Yay! I learned to drive when I was six, you know, 15 with the learner's permit. I learned to drive mm-hmm. on a manual. Um, Fun. It was a 1989 Ford Bronco 2. Which Whoa! How were you, AJ? OJ? Cautiously, huh. still 30 years later, or, you know, give or take a couple of years. Yeah, careful. And, because, uh, man, if uh, you're going around the corner and you, like, sneezed on the wrong side of the car, that, that sucker would uh, threaten to flip on you. Oh, no. So, uh, <laughs> Don't get into a car chase. I still do. But um, I think three out of the five cars that I've had as a daily driver have been manuals. So it's actually, I actually prefer driving manuals. Uh, the car I have right now, I, I bought it a year and a half ago. Um, and I actually downgraded to the base model, absolute bog standard base model, uh, plastic wheel covers and everything, uh, just so I could get the five-speed manual in it. Because, uh, well, you know. Part of it is, I guess I'm a control freak. Uh, I just like to control everything in the car, which is actually kind of why I like having a base model because it doesn't have all the gadgetry. And then uh, I think also because I'm kind of thrifty and manual transmissions are just way cheaper to replace, uh, to repair. Anyway, uh, that's my story. I'm going to go drive my manual transmission. Oh, nice. All right, in the smoker. In the smoker. Don't get into a car chase in your in your Ford Bronco. We all saw what happened. Please don't. Yeah, we know how that Please. goes. We know how that goes. Codenamed Bronco. By the way, have you seen the new Bronco? Is it's like what is what is that? It's a it's Land prob- Cruiser. That's what it looks yes, like. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's like a fucking like if you have one. It's uh, to me. It's I don't know. It's just ugly. Like unless you like it, good for you. That's good, but I just think it's it's not for me. Mm. It's just it's not for me. Just not. Which, that dog which is barking. Fun. That's nice. Oh hello, dog. Oh hi, doggo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it does look strange. And uh, and so we've had a few callers talk about driving manuals in in trucks have like in pickups and stuff have you ever have you ever driven a manual in a truck or what was your experience yeah. was it more in a sedan or was it in a truck or no all sorts of things oh okay um my dad had a toyota uh it was either a tercel or a celica oh was, shit i had both of those i love them tercel and celica yeah, it was from uh, Hell yeah. from the seventies, late seventies. Oh, cool! Yeah, and um, it was yellow. We like a greenish yellow. We called it Yoda. Oh yeah, it was probably a Celica because they because Tercel was like in the early nineties. <clears throat> but yeah, I had an eighty nine or sorry eighty eight eighty eight. And then um, I had a Nissan Frontier pickup cool. that was manual. Uh, it was like an 07. Um, I drove my dad's, uh, he had a Ford Focus, no, a Ford Escort wagon, like a mid nineties Escort wagon. That was a a manual transmission. Nice. I want to say five speed. Um, yeah, that thing was fun. Uh, I remember the first time, like I really hadn't thought about the, the weight on the rear axle. It being a uh, wagon and all, there was nobody back there, of course. Yeah. And there are yeah. some intersections around town that are notoriously slick uh, when it rains. Oh. And I found one. Yeah. 
while uh, giving it the gas as I went around the turn and then woo! Ooh. Fun 360 time. Whoa. Yeah. Surprise donut. Surprise, motherfucker. Oh, no, that's scary. I, I like the on-purpose donuts better myself. Um, there, um, I, was, I was actually looking at wagons uh, as a, for a standard because I was thinking of actually getting a standard um, mm. car. Uh, and I was looking at a Toyota Matrix. Oh. They look so cool. I don't even I've know. I've always what they wanted are. one. Yeah, I've always wanted one. Huh. <laughs> I, I've always driven Toyota, Toyotas. Like this is the only. I've. I mean, I've driven a Honda Accord. I've driven this Honda. Um, I, I like Hondas though. I still like mm. Hondas a lot. I'm really not um, seeing any problems as far as the Matrix should be concerned. Yes, Matrix. It's the same as a Pontiac Vibe because uh, the Pontiac oh. Vibe. Uh, Pfeiffer, you're right. It's because uh, the vibe was made in the same factory as the Ma- Toyota Matrix. Ah, and I think yeah, they- these things. Yeah, let's see. You've got a picture. Oh, uh, I can I can put one in there. Yeah, because they they um, they made them in the same factory. Well, they made like them in Canada, lit. actually. Um, which is uh, which was interesting. That's a boostograms coming in. Boostograms, woo! I like I like the sound. Yeah, we only I only find out about the sound when uh, we when do the happens. show. When it happens and when they when we get boostograms. So thank you. So we did. Thank you. Yeah, the Pontiac vibe, uh yeah, basically the same car. Basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get that image. Oh, there we I guess are. there's XRS. There, there's different models. There's uh, there's a hatchback, but I, I never noticed the difference. Some of them look like a wagon, and then some of them are, yeah, Matrix. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. Bam. Yeah, I've always well, wanted to get one. It looks like they're lit. Yeah. I think they, they stopped making them in 2011 mm. or 2010 or something. They Yeah, from like 06 to 2010, I think, they made those. Magical looking car. Yeah. Yeah, I was like I was like the look of them because you, you could you could fit stuff in there, but then it also looks pretty cool. Also, um, how about another voicemail? Hey, but with voicemail. Oh, yeah. oh, Graham Norton, no. Oh, <laughs> oh no, Graham Norton. My name's Kelly. Hey. hey, Kelly. South Carolina. Well, hey there. Oh, hi, South Carolina, Kelly. My 2009 Nissan Frontier. Cool. With a whopping four cylinders. Yes. And a five-speed manual transmission. Oh, yeah. Nice. I first learned to drive a stick on a John Deere tractor owned by my Uncle Howard. Cool. I remember trying to burn out the clutch of a 1976 Pinto as me and my underage best friend drove his dad's Pinto from Michigan to Miami of Ohio. Whoa! Cool. His dad said, you can drive it, but if you get caught by the cops, I'm going to say you stole the car. Oh! <laughs> I got to drive because Thanks, I looked Dad. older. Oh, cool. Nice. Nice. Well, in Michigan the smoker. To- oh, in the smoker, Kelly. It's uh, Kelly from, from Clemson. From South, South Carolina, I think. 
Yeah. Very nice. You're Jeff Goldblum. And Michigan Damn. to well, it looks like Miami, Ohio. That is that is a that is a trek. Yeah. That's a that's a few hours for sure. But well, it looks like they're lit. <laughs> we are. And, uh... <laughs> we are lit. <laughs> that is a few hours. And I I do I do like that. That's pretty funny. And uh yeah, that I guess that's what it used to be like. Mm. Your your parents uh Letting you drive, <laughs> letting you drive, but then you can't really drive. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. I enjoyed that call. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, the good old days. Yeah, but oh yeah, I never. Oh yeah, John Deere tractor. That must be an. And that, I'm sure the mecha- mechanisms are the same. I don't think they're any different. Yeah. Well, people are always talking about. But it looks like they're lit. Yes, we are. Um, oh, you know, like bug out vehicles or what happens with a an EMP attack or a solar flare. Oh, you yeah. Have your bug out vehicle, you know, and they're typically they- a uh, manual transmission thing of some kind. Mm. I'm under the impression, though, with uh, like a strong enough event, especially from the sun. Yeah. We don't even know what that fucking thing can do. No, we don't. And so it could just one day <laughs> and uh do some some crazy shit. And so like the way I think of it is if there's any electrical components they there's a high risk of them catching on fire from immense amount of uh electricity <laughs> being inducted like into their uh into their circuitry there, oh. even if they're not connected. Like oh. if it's a, sl- a strong enough electrical field, it doesn't it doesn't have to be turned on. No. Um. So I would think the best bug out vehicle would be something early that had mm-hmm. no electrical components that affected the drivetrain whatsoever. Like yeah, oh. it might have headlights and it might have a radio. Yeah. But there's no computer no little chip or anything of any kind in there it's just straight mechanical uh combustion and that sort of thing mm. a purely how mechanical early engine. do you think yeah, uh, i guess it'd be probably the 70s maybe so it's I would probably think the 50 60s. years ago 60 yeah. years uh yeah or the 60s yeah but it looks like they're lit we are lit thank you mm-hmm. whoever is sending all of those yes thank you but yeah i would think like uh something even like uh, really old pieces of farm equipment. Mm. Just a purely mechanical tractor. Of course, yeah, you have to uh, figure out how to get the fuel because all the fuel pumps use electricity. But you know. Oh yeah, yeah, at that's least true. You could know there's a tank in the ground, and they I, do make I, mechanical hand pumps for those mm. things. That's a whole world I've 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 never been exposed to is the uh, farm equipment world. Where you know you're driving around in a tractor and and like now now I'm now I'm asking myself like do would you buy like you know cans of uh, not canisters I guess of of, well, of like gasoline or oil and a, and a fuel stabilizer yeah yeah unless you had uh, some diesel equipment yeah yeah exactly and diesel can run on. 
uh, things other than diesel fuel. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I uh, I do have some clips of that I brought uh, talking about things like that, uh, alternate types of fuel. Oh, cool. Have you heard of gasification? Gasification? Mm-hmm. No. Is that oh. to gas up my car? No. Oh. Here, I'll play this intro clip. Oh, okay. Hit me with the clip. Converting waste into energy is not a new idea. Usually, though, this has meant incineration. That is, burning our trash to recover some energy. But that has major drawbacks. Incineration creates toxic ash and hazardous chemicals called dioxins. And heat and electricity are pretty much the only usable outputs. A better solution may lie in gasification, an old technology which has only recently been repurposed as a way to deal with our waste. Gasification companies don't burn trash. Instead, they turn it into a gas, in a process that they say is both economical and eco-friendly. The focus is on producing a a good quality syngas that can be converted into higher value energy products on the back end, be it electricity, hydrogen, diesel fuel, possibly even chemicals, fertilizer, etc. in the Mm. future. It's an exciting idea, and some major players, including the Bill Gates-led fund Breakthrough Energy Ventures, have thrown their weight behind it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's uh, just what they said, burning things and converting that to a gas. Hmm. You want uh, you want another clip? It's, it tells more of that process. Oh, Might okay. Make it a little more clear. Bam. Yeah. But it looks like they're lit. In the gasification process, materials aren't combusted. No toxic ash or dioxins are produced. Instead, a highly controlled amount of oxygen or steam reacts with the waste, turning it into a gaseous mixture of carbon monoxide, hydrogen, and other elements. This synthetic gas has applications beyond electricity generation. It can be converted into high-value products like diesel fuel, hydrogen fuel, or ethanol. So even if electricity prices stay low, there'll be a market for these outputs. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Meaning they can uh, not just make fuel with it, but all sorts of other fun things that are profitable. Of course. Yeah. You wouldn't want to do anything just for the good of people. And you certainly want to, wouldn't want to share the technology so people might be able to easily put a thing like that on their vehicle or anything. Oh, yeah. No. No, no, no. You control it. Damn. You make it your own like fuel with it and then sell the fuel. But uh, you want to hear about all that value? Yeah. We see much more value in chemicals and biofuels. Methanol is an important building block in the chemical industry. Ethanol is, of course, as you know, can be blended in fuels. In this way, waste-to-energy gasification plants have both upstream and downstream revenue potential. Mm. On one side, you're being paid to take garbage that normally would be dumped into a landfill. So that's one source of revenue. You then take that waste and you turn it into recycled products. Those products have very high value. And so from a business model perspective, you're getting paid on both ends. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Um, Perfect. That's the, that's, a, the, that's the dream. That's they the have a, a handy little visual for all the, but it looks like all the products that can come from this gasification of trash, essentially. Ah. Like one is just uh, an acronym, RNG. I don't know what that is. Oh, and fatty acids. Yay. 
That means food. Hmm. Oh, rare natural oh, gas, I guess. Oh, I see. Natural, rare natural gas. Renewable natural gas. Never mind. Um, oh, and, yes. and of course, they call it syn gas for synthetic to try and separate it from natural gas, which is bad. But syn gas is good. It's funny <laughs> how they can't decide which man-made products are good for the planet and which ones are, are bad for the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. And These and synthetic things are good. Other synthetic things like plastic, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Bam! But it looks like These it fatty looks acids are good. <laughs> I I wonder what what particular fatty acids so I can avoid them. I would like to know that too. Yeah, because it's it omega like three. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've heard omega three is good. But it's a fatty it acid. What about omega six, seven, or nine? Yeah, maybe like triglycerides. Maybe, maybe those are bad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about these fatty acids. Are they long chain, short chain, medium chain, or even yeah. the very long chain? <laughs> the VLCFAs? Yes. Very long chain fatty acids? <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, I want to know. Oh, they have few, fewer atoms of carbon. But I thought carbon bad. Yeah, the carbon was bad. <laughs> I know. It's like they're lit. <laughs> I thought carbon was so bad. And that's, that's why idea. this gasification from these big companies is so good or something. They have a lot of uh, bullshit that they, they speak, if you want to hear some of that. Or we can, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's listen to a voicemail first, and then we'll come oh, back. Oh, hit me with the voicemail. Yeah, I will. Joe Biden said come. Joe Biden will, too. And most of them come with a phone number. What's that number? Oh, yeah. Oh. That actually sounded pretty cool. It, it worked. I meant to hit the... Uh, yeah! But I didn't. Face to the screen, Hagarino. Hey. Hey. I understand that this evening's question is about whether or not you can drive a manual transmission vehicle. Well, it looks vehicle. like they're lit. Now, I'll tell you. Um, I took my driver's test. In a, a five-speed, you know, Oldsmobile Cutlass. It was uh, mm. cool. 1989, I believe, maybe mm -hmm. 90. Uh, it was uh, probably, what year was that? Then, like, probably 98 or 99 when I did that. And uh, so the, the driving instructor, though, she was like this really butch-looking lady, you know, whichever you want, whatever, I don't care. She was fine, but, like, you know, I paralleled the park the car just fine. I did everything just right. Except for the only thing that she tagged me on. She's like, well, the only problem I have with you is that you didn't make me put my seatbelt on. I'm like, lady, you're going to drive around with a kid that you don't know without your seatbelt. Like, that's your problem. That's yeah, your no fucking shit. problem, right? <laughs> but uh, also, I've driven like a bus that was like a 33-foot-long bus that had... Uh, like a six-speed transmission in it and it was like so it was the engine was in the back and the you know you're driving in the front so i had like this really long drive shaft to, or a transfer shaft to be able to shift the gears you know and uh that thing was cracking and like the one guy in the band had to like pull the floorboard up and like crank on it with his bare hands while i was like hey i need fifth gear you know and he like twisted as i was trying to manipulate the 
lever. It was uh, the gear shifter. It was it was pretty ridiculous. And there was an exhaust leak too, so he looked like he came out of the World Trade Center bombing, like from '94, and all those people had a little smoke around their faces. <laughs> I don't know. I could extend these stories, but I think I'm running out of time. Um, I might call back. We'll see. In the smoke. Oh, in the smoker. Face to the screen. Thanks for your oh. voicemail. Yeah, thanks for the voicemail. He's got a good voice uh, to tell the stories. Yes, yes, he does. And we appreciate him calling in. And, uh, but it looks like they're lit. If he was running out of time, all he had to do... I'll be back in time. <laughs> That's all you had to do. That's all you had to do. <laughs> I, I think my, my, my parents had uh, an Oldsmobile Cutlass when we were growing up. And it was uh, a... Um, it was a, a a wagon. Ooh. Yeah. Like a wagon. It was a white wagon. And a, and Are you driving that, that white chariot there, brother? <laughs> we would pack that with uh, all of our stuff when we went to uh, went on family vacations. Of course. Fun. Of course. Your white chariot there. Your white chariot. It, it was white. There, fuck face. It, it was white, actually. I believe it. Well, not by talking <laughs> like that. <laughs> and then the fired, and, okay. and the interior was uh, how do you get a job was a, here? It was a blue well, interior. It looks like they're lit. <laughs> so it was really cool. Uh, we are lit. We sure are. My goodness. Sorry, I was distracted by the lamp. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I wonder what I wonder how that happened. They're uh they're bamming us. They're bamming us. Oh, is, yeah. Maybe they're from Alabama. It, it seems like it's per minute that this is happening. Oh, maybe it's uh, streaming. Oh, and but we're seeing it on the in the chat room as well. Yeah, there's uh there's the whatever the the limit, so it doesn't normally uh, you know ping the bot if they're ah. saying like streaming ten sets a minute or something. Oh, I see. Okay. But they are above the threshold. Oh, as it were. I see. As it is. Hmm. As it was. As it was. Okay. How about you hit me with another voicemail? Why would you want that? Because we got voicemails. No. Fucking asshole. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry. That's. Was... <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey. hey, robot. You're Jeff Goldblum. You get wet, dog. Um, anyway, uh, uh, can I drive a manual? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I can. Oh, yeah? Woo. Prove it. Uh, started awesome. in an early age. I think I, the first thing Everyone's I started. I'm glad I'm not the only one, though. Clutch operated with a tractor. Um, but you didn't really, uh, you didn't shift those like a, uh, like car, they were, uh, unless they were, what is it, hydrostatic? Those are the ones you could shift them on the fly while they were coasting. But most of them, if you were just shifting like a high gear on older equipment, uh, you kind of have to ride the clutch out to get her going. Uh, they're meant to be driven that way. So you come to a complete stop to shift into, well, my uncle had this John Deere, you shifted into seventh gear going down his road. And left that thing out, and you were 
hauling ass by the time you get down to the end. I don't know what you're doing. You know, I mean, 20, 20 miles an hour on a tractor probably feels like you're uh, doing, you know, 90 in a car. But, uh, yeah, I had that. And then I had motorcycles uh, that I had to be taught how to drive also with the clutch. Uh, and then that kind of moved into uh, – uh, my first car wasn't a wasn't a stick. My second, third, fourth, and fifth cars were all sticks. And I had a truck that had a transmission that was meant for towing. Um, the thing was a pain in the ass to shift because it was so low geared. Like first gear was always right. It was like uh, like driving a semi in uh, rush hour traffic. You're always in that one gear. Uh, or always shift them, I should say. Uh, I know truckers got some tricks for traffic and stuff like that, I'm sure. Fletcher has some traffic tricks up his sleeve. Yeah, run over the pedestrians. Uh, yeah. I know how to drive stick. <laughs> and the smoker. And the smoker, thank you. Lots of, lots of different things that, that come and stick. And... That's uh, that's cool. A lot of people learned when they were younger, but I'm glad I'm not. I, I'm, I don't know. I feel like I'm that's I'm a way. minority. Net net, I like them. And, and just yes, we do like you, net net. Maybe a little too much. <laughs> Maybe. But I think this we should. This is the way. We should uh, flip the no agenda stream over to our good friends oh, at yeah. Behind Schemes. Uh, Booberry and Lavish. That's right. Uh, and break a leg, you guys. Please. We love lavish, you. palatial. Can Zippy get a show with those guys? But the name Woo. that stuck was the Mothman. Yeah. Maybe Mothman. Mothman isn't real. No, he's real, all right. Oh, the, the Toronto Argonauts. One second. Uh, the number away, one Booberry. team in the C- CFL. Uh, AJ Olette. That is, that is uh, the Mothman. He's got oh, Mothman spirit. Notice. I already logged off the new agenda stream. Oh, you did? I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Oh, that's okay. I thought you were that's right. going into a Canadian story. Oh, okay. Um, no agenda stream doesn't need to know these Canadian stories. No. That's, a, that's okay. That's all right. Yeah, well, Boober already knows that. I, I, to, I, I told him. Oh, good. I told him that, he, that he's got a doppelganger up here. Oh, yeah. It's good. Does he really? Does he look like him, or he's just a Mothman? He he looks like him. He talks like him. He's got this spirit. Like you see him, you're like, whoa! He's got this Mothman spirit. And I told her that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, where were we? Let's do. I think this is a follow up. Oh, good. Oh, hey, move the voicemail. You guys Google it. Yeah. Fixing the screen again, hog. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, I could talk about driving a stick all night. I love it. Um, to go back to that bus I was talking about in the previous voicemail, um, there was another time that we had to get off the highway because we were having the fuel filter was plugged up. We didn't know what was wrong with it, but it was not running very well at all. It's this old 19, or 1977, I think it was, uh, Mercedes bus. It was like everything was in German. 
like the gauges, everything was in German in kilometers, so you had to kind of get used to that while driving it. But I'll tell you, um, that time I had to take the scenic route, it sucked because it was in Virginia, and there was like the hills and the cliffs. So you're going downhill, and you know that when you get to the bottom of the hill and you turn around the corner, you can't see because there's a cliff next to you. And then down beside you, there's a ravine. And then, like, you know you're going to have to go back uphill, so you're flooring it. But, like, even when you're going downhill, the bus is losing speed because it was fucked up. So, and I got all my friends with me, so it's like, oh, my God, you know. It was, like, like the most harrowing moment, harrowing moment of my life. It was ridiculous. Um so that's about nuts. that's a good story about that. I'll leave that bus to that. Um the other thing I was gonna say is like the first time I ever popped a clutch on a car with a dead battery to get it started was by myself at the top of a hill at my house, like my mom's house, but nobody was there. So like I had to push it like maybe twenty feet to get it to start rolling downhill and then like Ooh. I just jumped in and just in reverse, popped the clutch, boom, got it on the first try. It was awesome. It's empowering. Carolyn, I um you know, congratulate you on trying to learn how to do it, and I hope you, you know, stick with it, and you can do it. You'll be yeah. able to do it. Yeah! Thank so, you! In the smoker. Oh, thank you, Face oh, yeah. the Screen! Yeah! I'm very excited. I I do love, I do love driving. I do love cars. I, I mean, I've talked about cars on the stream, and, you know, and I love cars. It's great, and, and I feel like and this has opened my world up to, like, all all kinds of cars instead of looking for cars and it's like oh this one's this one's a manual i can't drive that that's that's not gonna be me anymore you guys <laughs> that's gonna be that's like old old carolyn now it's new carolyn different different new different awesome there's so many cool cars that you can drive uh manual yeah. And I'm and I'm excited. Like these those Acura RSXs? Have you ever seen those? Yes. Those are cool. Yeah. I I I drive those. Cool. They are too cool. Those little tube tube butt and two door bangers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I could I could do that. <laughs> that could be me. <laughs> it could be. It will be. It will be. It's gonna be me. Whoa. Or basically all uh, all um, Volkswagens. I mean, you could get like automatic Volkswagens, but um, but I mean, why why would you? Why would you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I had a buddy who he bought um, he bought a BMW. Um, uh, it was like a you know one of those like convertible BMWs. And uh, he wanted he wanted to get an automatic, and it was a very uh, it was tough to order one that was just automatic because they just BMW just made them uh, all stick shift, mm. which was interesting. And yeah. and his his Damn. logic was well, it looks like they're lit. His logic was, um, you know, they already made you know automatic like that's the future. Like, why would I go ahead and drive a manual? That was his logic. So, but now I'm like, no, I just, I just want to, I want to drive. And I'm saying, well, looks like yeah, you're in control. You can, <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. You like when you're, when you're, especially in the turns, that's the most fun. Oh, the turn. Yeah. The turns were fun. 
Yeah. Yeah, when you get going, and then you're yeah. just downshifted, like, bye, you're hugging those fucking turns. Yeah, and you're hugging the turns. Yeah. Even in the parking lot, like, would you say, like, in the parking lot, like, I was driving in the parking lot, because um, I drove home, well, it looks like too. Wow. And uh, so I drove home, too, and then, like, when I got to the parking lot, like, I was driving in first gear, but then I, but then I thought, oh, yeah, I'm just going to put myself in second. Because it felt normal to be even, you know, in second. Usually I'd be going yeah. like, you know, 20, 20 miles an hour, you know, 15 miles an hour. Because it's a parking lot, you know, people, you know, jumping in front of you or, or you don't know who's going to pull out, all mm. that. Um, but I don't know. I found like first gear was like too slow or too little. But I guess it depends on the car, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Depends on what you feel. Yeah, I guess it depends on what you feel. What do you feel? Yeah, what do you feel? What do you feel? But yeah. How does that car make you feel? Yeah, how does that car make you feel? <laughs> Let's see what this caller says about how this car makes them feel. Oh, awesome. You're so weird. He probably says that. He probably does. But it looks like they're lit. <laughs> Yeah, this is Keeper of the Vox. Oh, ah, hey. hey. Hello. Oh, okay. Sir Keeper of the Vox. Oh, hey, you Sir Keeper of the Vox. Yes, oh, yes, please. the story you've ever wanted to hear. Awesome. And it really, it hurt my heart because it hurt my car. No. Uh, so I had this friend who had some mental issues, and she, and she wasn't right in the head. Well, mm. anyway, I went, and we were going to go get some. She gave me some money. I went in this place, and I got some weed. And when I came back, I was driving an MGB. And when oh, I came cool. back, there she was. She had been straddling my stick shift. It's a little bitty short little stick shift. It's a little MG. But she was... Bam. Having well, sex with like my car. No. Nice. I didn't appreciate that. No. Well. It's rude. She got embarrassed. <laughs> As one I does. started the car up. Oh. And then she said, why aren't you going? I said, because you're not. You, you're the one who has to shift. I'm not touching that thing. <laughs> and that's basically the way it went. Nice. Oh, my gosh. In the smoker. <laughs> In the smoker, Sir Keeper of Vox. It's yeah. great to hear from you, sir. You're Jeff Goldblum. MGB, or MGB, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my, my, you, Sir Keeper of Vox, you may be interested in this. My dad has ha has owned a Triumph Stag, 1970, like I think it's 73 or 74. Um, it was a school bus yellow. Oh, uh, nice. Recently, he he repainted it. It's a like it's a two door. Um, that's it had he had he has a hard top with it, um, a soft top. Um, yeah, he's my his his dad, my grandfather, sold it to him. Um, when he was when he was sixteen, so he's always had this car. Um. Uh, and uh, I, I think I drove it like once. I think I drove it once. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I 
he said he said he had an MGB, so I thought he might be he might be interested in that. <laughs> well, that is a, a heck of a story. Um, but yeah, that is the, a heck of a story. The Queen song, "I'm in Love with My Car." Oh my goodness! Um, like, how's the verse go? Let's well, let's, let's just well, see. It looks like they're lit. Ah, oh, there you go. Okay, wait. The machine of a dream. Just imagine the lady singing this. Such a clean machine. Oh yeah. <laughs> With the pistons a pumping. You know it. And the hubcaps all green. Mm-hmm. Here it is. All I hear is them gears. <laughs> my hand is on your grease gun. Oh my goodness. Mm. Well, you gotta clean it off the gear shift. Yeah, really. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It looks like they're lit. In love with the car. In love with the car. Oh my goodness. You got a feel for that automobile. Yeah. Feel of some kind. Yeah, really. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. Let's do uh, one more voicemail before we get uh, back to the clips. Yeah, give me the voicemail. <laughs> You're just gold bloom robot. Um, I just called back to say uh, I totally forgot about this when I was talking about uh, driving a manual transmission. Uh, my uncle used to have me drive on the, he lives in a uh, very northern Michigan, uh, the northern part of the lower peninsula. And back when I was a kid, I'd stay up there and uh, he, uh, it was even more rural back then, but he'd let me try and drive his uh, three on the tree Ford F-150. Oh, there it is again. Uh, Oh, cool. Back then, that was a manual transmission that was three on the tree. That was your gear, gear shift was on the column on the yes uh, right side of the column. And uh, it had a pattern. It wasn't really that hard once you got used to it. Uh, getting the reverse was kind of a little bit of trick, tricky sometimes. It, it wasn't really uh, defined, but, I mean, after I drove it, uh, probably like a couple summers in a row, I had it down pretty good. But that was one of the trickiest stick shifts I've ever driven. Uh, a tractor trailer or a semi would probably be a lot harder with that. The flipping of the switch, I had another uncle that drove mm-hmm. one that had 15 gears and it had three positions on the switch to shift through. And I did ride with him fun. a couple times. He lives uh, literally like 10 minutes from the other uncle north and drove for a uh automotive parts supplier up in uh northern michigan for like 40 or 45 years oh yeah anyways in the smoker right in the smoker ned 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 yeah you're jeff goldblum ned ned i like him yeah exactly um so let me uh let me play uh, a couple of clips about this this company they were talking about here. This is CNBC, by the way. Oh, okay. 
a group called Sierra Energy, and they're they're doing the gasification thing. Of course, this was from a few years ago, trying to get it done on a commercial scale. So uh, this one's just uh, how they got started. Davis, California-based Sierra Energy was founded in 2004. Back then, CEO Mike Hart, who is also the CEO of Sierra Railroad Company, was seeking oh. to improve the fuel efficiency of his locomotive fleet. We were trying to figure out a way to make our own fuel. We wanted to do something better than diesel. He was judging a business competition at UC Davis when he heard about how blast furnaces, one of mankind's oldest technologies, could be used to convert any mixture of materials into a usable synthetic gas. You know, some people just need to eat eat something, and then they can uh, make a make a gas for themselves. Like a synthetic natural gas. Yeah, yeah. You're so weird. It doesn't smell the best, but you know. Well, I it mean, is a it is a synthetic gas. Yes, and uh, driving around with a syn gas made from trash, you uh, you smell like trash. Oh, but mm-hmm. uh, here's more on this this guy. Uh, whatever his first okay. name is, Hart. Um, cool. Uh, nah, not so cool. Uh, see if you can understand what the fuck he's saying. Hart bought okay. the patents to this technology, and Sierra Energy was born. Over time, its mission expanded far beyond its initial reach. People are realizing that climate change is a very real problem. When mm-hmm. you throw away one ton of garbage, every ton is about 6.2 tons of CO2 equivalent goes into the atmosphere in the form of methane. Methane. Wait, what? Do you hear what he was saying? I was trying to get the math. So one ton yeah. of garbage. Yeah, let me rewind it. Let's let, hear him again. Okay. okay. That climate change is a very real problem. Mm-hmm. When you throw away one ton of garbage, every ton is about 6.2 tons of CO2 equivalent goes into the atmosphere in the form of methane. A CO2 equivalent goes into the atmosphere. Okay, so methane. so so let me ask you this. What is the equivalent of CO2? Apparently it's methane. No, he's saying for every ton, 6.2 Where do you get that tons? problem? When you throw away 1 ton of garbage, every ton is about 6.2 tons of CO2 equivalent goes into the atmosphere in the form of methane. Methane is 86 times more potent a climate change gas than CO2 over a 20-year period. Our technology provides one way of trying to address that problem. Sure it does. Um, I like how it's not a greenhouse gas anymore. Now it's a climate change gas. So, okay. It's... it's, uh, I'm I'm just trying to break it down. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so 6.2... Like they do the garbage. Yeah. So 6.2 tons of CO2 equivalent goes mm-hmm. into the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And that is so and that is methane, is that what he's saying? That's what he's saying. Why didn't he say it was 6.2 tons of methane then? He was getting Why does paid it have to be an equivalent of, of But why does it No, no. But why is it 6.2 Tons of CO2 equivalent. Why doesn't he just say 6.2 of methane? Oh, because people are used to hearing about how uh, bad CO2 and carbon are. So he had to throw that in there so it would it would trigger your alert sensors, you know, 
when you when you but heard that him doesn't say make CO2, any sense. See, but it only see, that's does, the problem. It doesn't they make don't... sense from a, a normal like uh, uh, factual way of looking at things. It makes sense when you're trying to trigger people into no, uh, paying uh, no, attention. It, yeah, and then people aren't paying attention because they're not uh, they're not expelling enough CO two. Let me tell you that much. They're 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 breathing in, but they're not breathing out properly. So they you. have so much CO two. That's the CO two problem. You you guys Google it. You ever thought about that? I haven't until now. Until now, You're well, there you go. Them. But you know, but you know what CO you know plants love CO two. That's what I've heard. And we expel CO2 by, by yeah. ex- exhaling. Yeah. And then we inhale. We inhale oxygen. But that's what plants don't do that. Plants don't like, they're not, they're not up on the oxygen. No, they're up on the carbon dioxide. Get that they're shit. on Get the carbon life. dioxide. They like that. And we're giving them that by breathing out. That's how the earth works. See, that's how the earth works. And then, but you know what? These people, they don't understand how the earth works. I don't think they know where they are. Know where the they, fuck you are, stupid. No, they don't. They, they just, they, you know what? You know what they inhale and they exhale? Bullshit. Farts. Oh, close enough. Yeah, yeah. They think that by, by inhaling the farts that they've expelled... They, they're doing something for the environment. Horseshit after horseshit. That's what it sounds yeah. like to me. Um, oh, now it's here's, their own farts. Here's a good one. It, this uh, really shows you that this, um, whatever place, Sierra Energy, probably be around for a little while doing more of their bullshit. Last July, Sierra Energy closed its $33 million Dean. Series A funding round, led by Breakthrough Energy Ventures. The Bill Gates-led investor fund that also includes Mark Benioff, Jeff Bezos, and Richard Branson. Wow. Hey! Now, the company has partnered with the Department of Defense to develop its first small-scale commercial facility at Fort Hunter Liggett in Monterey County, California. This demo facility can handle 20 tons of waste per day. And if all goes according to plan, it will begin processing trash in early 2020. Uh, well, 2023, I don't know if they have or not. The trash business is a huge business. Yeah. It's so big. It's it's uh, it's incredibly big. I mean, you know. If well, that's why that guy was saying you make money, you get paid to take away trash. Yeah. Leading energy provider building the future of energy. Oh no, wait, that's a different place. Oh, here's Sierra Energy. What do they have to say about themselves? Yeah, sure. There you go. There's my cookies. Thanks. Uh, turning waste into value. Well, that's what we do here at Hog Story. Yeah! Human waste like these people. Fast ox gasification turns waste into clean synthetic or synthesis gas without burning or creating new waste byproducts. Well, you, you know the uh, company WM? No. They're they're waste that's uh, WM oh, waste management is waste yeah. management oh, okay. right mm-hmm. that's huge right, huge that right. You're huge about. in the United States um, they are so big that there is a PGA tournament every year and this and next year it's going to be in Phoenix Arizona oh boy 
Oh boy. It, it, but you know what? It, that's, it's just, I just wanted to point out how big the waste man, waste management is it like as, as a, business. a business. Yeah. It's just like, you know what? I, I've, uh, I feel like I've, I, I would love to get into that business. Obviously very lucrative, get a lot of money. I mean, Hey, you know, I need to get some of these manual cars that I like, right? Of course. Right. How am I going to do that? Getting into the trash business. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I think you can. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, of course. Uh... You smell like trash. <laughs> if by trash you mean money, then How yes. Can you do that? <laughs> yep. Oh, now, now the uh, the system installed at uh, Army Garrison Fort Hunter Liggett there in California is a now it's just a ten ton facility instead of twenty like it's saying in these clips. Oh, was it uh, was it twenty? It was. Let me see. I thought it was six point two ton. Oh, oh no, one no, ton. they were able to handle oh, twenty tons at the facility. Is what they were saying. Twenty tons oh, a day. I see. The one that it says now on the website is 10 tons. But they won their $33 million from that uh, fund, plus yeah. their Department of Defense contract. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and they'll, uh, let's, I want to hear more about the Syngas. Yup. Ultimately, Sierra Energy says what sets them apart is their use of the blast furnace, oh. a centuries-old technology in the iron and steel industry. Here's how it works. A blast furnace, which is the technology platform that Sierra Energy uses, is a high temperature vessel. Uh, solid materials go in at the top, nice. injectant gases are placed in at the bottom, and you have a big countercurrent heat exchanger. We're injecting oxygen and steam at the base instead of hot air. And at the top, we're placing in solid waste materials instead of those mined materials from the ground. And instead of the focus being producing good quality metal out the bottom, our focus is on making a good quality syngas, synthesis gas, out the top of the vessel. Once the syngas is produced, the local community or developer will decide what to do with it. The company lists electricity, hydrogen, renewable diesel fuel, and ammonia as likely end products. About 10% of the waste material can't be converted to gas, and so is instead turned into a stone that can be used as construction material. You know what? If you knew that you're going to make mm-hmm. a fuck ton of money yeah. with trash, yeah. you would apply heat to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like the last thing anybody ever wants to do, right? Is like, you know, but oh yeah. But if you're able to like, capture all the smoke and gas <laughs> from it instead of letting it go up, then you can make money on that too. And that's yeah. what they're doing. No, they're making no, double no. the money. No, that's true. No, but the, as soon as they said apply heat, like I, I've been in, I've, I've lived in neighborhoods where you know there's a garbage strike or something, and fucking people are like leaving their garbage out there. You just apply heat to them, and then you apply heat to them, <laughs> and it's like the worst. But if you were making money off of it, mm. then hey, hey, let's apply yep. heat to all of the garbage. Well, that's the way. I mean, you're already getting paid to remove the garbage, so you might as well do what you want with it. And yeah. Then you yeah. heat it up, and you make products based off of what you collect when you heat it up. Let's do it. And then you it. make more money off the garbage you collected. 
You just have to put in the investment of the uh, facility, of course. Oh, of course. Here's a uh, picture of a an old old vehicle there with a gasifier on the back of it. Ooh, the gasifier. Oh, it's an article with uh, pictures in it. I'm not sure. Oh, I didn't yes, read the I article. See. It was just there for the pictures. Oh, yes, yes. Like any good red-blooded American. Gasogene Berlet. Oh, that looks like it's in it's in German. What is German it? or French? Oh no, it's Hemings. It's, French. it's Hemings. Uh, Hemings. The article's in English for me. Oh no, I mean in the old timey uh, schematics for oh, the uh, oh, tank. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure. I think. I guess that's French. Yeah. Oh, transports en France. Pendant la guerre, yeah, yeah, en français. See. Oh, there's a website called MotherEarthNews.com with an article that says, um, "Of course, run your truck on firewood." Run your truck on firewood. Yeah. Then you have to. But then you still have to carry an axe. Yeah, and the wood. And the wood. And then you'd have to you'd have to be make sure you're able to stop at a forest so you can yeah. chop down trees. There's a lot of variables involved here. Yeah. Including your ability to swing the axe. Yes. Yes. And what happens if you are in a horrible axe accident? Because <laughs> you were axing axe before. Accident. Huh? Accident. Ah, uh, you get one of I'm these. Pro- Thank you. Wouldn't it be crazy if that's what accident, like that was really from? what the, where it came from? Accidentally, it was accidentally it was because- chopping your leg off. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But My lord, what- I had another accident. Accident? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Ah! <laughs> oh no! Oh, I'm Graham Norton. Ah! Oh. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, you do the Graham Norton one way better than I do, for sure. <laughs> and tonight, the real meaning of the word accident. Uh. <laughs> Let me play this uh, one more from from this uh, CNBC bullshit. All right. It's uh, of course it's about funding. Oh, funding! And climate oh. change. Hey, you know, you gotta I wouldn't be for climate change if I wasn't making some of the money. Oh, you guys oh. <laughs> These potential subsidies, alongside other policy drivers, stand to play a major role in determining how quickly this tech spreads. So the future for gasifiers is, in my view, more tied to the economics of the climate change story. The mm. prices on carbon, mm. the prohibitions on... The story. It's the climate change story, not climate change. You, if it was, if it was not a story, you would just say, you know, for climate change. But the climate change story. See, he's e- about the story. He is economics okay. of he's the not climate about- change story. The climate change story, starring Tom Hanks. As yeah, this guy. he he likes the climate change story. He doesn't like you know the what's actually going on. Yeah, just the story. Yeah. It, it's a mom and pop story. This uh-huh. uh, climate change yeah. story, yeah, 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 you know, and yeah, right. uh, they 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 came ah! for a better life. Yep, a climate change life. Yeah, because the climate had changed, it and they had. were looking for a better life. 
Starring Tom Hanks and... Meg Ryan. Oh, I was going to say Meg Ryan. Good call. Thank Good you. call. The prices on carbon, the prohibitions on emitting any fossil fuels. Where are those? Than it is on the technology, which we've known about for a long time. Yeah. I think Even it's current. Tom Hanks peeing. Oh. Policies the such as California's low-carbon fuel standard, Sierra Energy says it could build many more plants, but not on the scale that they'd like to see eventually. Oh, I'd love to to get to hundreds is very feasible, but to get many thousands, that will need different regions of many the world thousands. to step up and force people to divert waste from the landfill. This could look like ah. higher landfilling fees, carbon credits, carbon taxes, emissions regulations, or subsidies. Well, Any and all why will be not a all boom, the above? so long as these gasification companies can operate as cleanly as they claim. Nah, it's all about them. Well, as long as we can operate efficiently, yeah. we will make your government make you give us your trash that we burn and then sell back to you. Okay, so... I was thinking just now about, okay, you remember that Seinfeld episode where mm-hmm. um, other people might remember? Yeah, I didn't watch that much to remember episodes. I remember oh, that God. one time Kramer came in through the door all of a sudden. Surprise, oh, yeah, motherfucker. That's, that's pretty typical. Um, but, right. okay, so there was an episode about uh, collecting cans, mm. and they were and they took uh, Newman's uh, post postman's truck oh, or U- okay. USPS truck uh, and loaded it up with all these cans because they could drive out to I forget what state it was I think it was like Rhode Island or something and they could and mm. they could make uh, uh, 15 cents on each can or something wow and um, yeah it was like a whole thing and it's so weird that like and it's like that in Canada so too where uh, you'd have to drive out to Quebec to get your get your fifteen twenty cents on your on a can. Oh yeah. Uh, to take it back and get. Oh, where'd you go? Recycle. Oh, there they're you just go. burning it, I guess. You cut out there for a second. Oh, but they're just burning it, I guess. Yeah, they that these uh, these companies like uh, uh, Sierra Energy is not the only one. There's one called like Enarchem or something, and uh, one called like oh something to do with plastic. But oh. they are, they no longer make facilities. They just sell the technology. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. 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 That's probably where the real money's at. Sell the technology. And then. For them it is. Yeah. I really like that dog. You know, he was a quiet dog. And then all of a sudden he's just been barking all the fucking time. Just wants to get that hog story bump. He Heard wants to get a bump of something. <laughs> Heard about the podcast, want to be on the show. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, maybe that stupid-ass dog will call in and leave a voicemail. Yup. Oh, hey. One can well, only hope. Joe you know, Biden said come. Come here, boy. We definitely have some voicemails. And most of them come with a phone number. Hit me with a voicemail. Uh, I will. In the smoker. This is Tom Starkweather. Hey, Tom room. Well, the rocks are not tumbling, I'm resetting the rocks, but okay. listening to a great hog story episode. Surprise, motherfucker. I love Ooh. all the manual transmission stories. It's lit. It really is going to be some obscure thing of the past. I learned yeah. how to drive on a manual transmission 
1989 Camaro RS. Dang. It's only a six-cylinder, but me and that car managed to get into control. Uh, I believe it. Of course. Had some other friends with third-gen Camaros. We had a little Camaro club. It was it was fun. Um, oh, the Camaro club. The, the cool thing, I don't know if anyone mentioned it, is like, if you, your starter's broken and you're on an incline and you you can get in second gear and somehow like get the motors. To, I I did it like once or twice. Oh yeah, yeah. You can I think pop the I clutch. Could remember, but I'm sure someone else could remind me. I think face to the screen mentioned that too. Um, you could get it like push start it. So you oh you yeah push, push it, start it yeah. You, it's in neutral. You get it going, and then. Uh, Push in the clutch, put it in the first, and let the clutch out, and it'll... Oh, yeah. yeah 89, uh, looking at 89 Cam- uh, Camaros, and that, that's a hot, hot number. Oh, yeah, of course it is. That's Show that's me what you're cool. looking at. Oh, I'm going to show me that you like me. I'm going to drop this in the chat. It's pretty... That's pretty nice. That's, uh, oh, that's yeah. When, oh, that's yeah. when Chevy's... Uh, that's when Chevrolet's making some nice cars. That's when it meant something. When it meant something that you're driving a Chevrolet, the heartbeat of America. Oh yeah, today's Chevrolet. Definitely, look at that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, this particular one has a Jesus Fuck fish in America. That does. I Just love America. Everybody. Who doesn't? Especially oh, when yeah. we had cars like that. Okay, I'm yeah. a sucker for America. Oh, look at that gearbox and the uh, and the steering wheel. That's cool. Whoa, that's awesome. Whoa, just it's, it's just fun. That just looks fun. Nice. That is a uh, a pristine example. Oh man, that takes me that, seeing the steering wheel and the gear shift. Yeah, takes me back. <laughs> I had a stepbrother who had a white one. Oh, cool. It was the same era of uh. Of a Camaro. Yeah. Oh, nice. Fun times. I had a girlfriend in high school who had a um, manual transmission Camaro, but it was the um, late 90s, early 2000s versions that looked like a doorstop. Oh, cool. No, it wasn't. No. <laughs> no, it uh, it really looked like a doorstop, and it drove like one. Let me see a picture. Let me find a good one. They were just, it was that era of everything being round. Okay. Every edge was Round. rounded. Rounded. You could just search for a 2000 Chevy Camaro. 2000 Chevy Camaro, okay. Yeah. Mm, let's see. I the, see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. The, okay. The door, door wedge. Yeah. You could probably open a giant door with those ugly things. Yeah. Well, it's better than the ones that are coming out now. I don't know. I, th- I think it's like it's got more character, slightly more than like the new ones. Oh yeah, the the new ones are like copycats. They yeah, you know, yeah. it's hard to least, tell the difference between those and like the Chargers. They all have that look to them. Yeah, the yeah, blunt these, nose look. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's tired looking, like just the the small headlights and the way they are on the on the front. the The car just looks tired. 
Yeah, <laughs> it just looks tired. Its face, the face of the car just looks tired. It's like, man, I didn't ask to be fucking made. <laughs> and then I yeah. got this douchebag driving me around like, ease yeah. up, dude, who are you racing? I'm so tired of this. <laughs> so tired of being a Chevy Camaro. Chevy Camaro, tired of driving for you. <laughs> That's their new slogan now. Oh, no, it's a new slogan. It's a new slogan for a new era. <laughs> uh, here's this next color. They might have a new slogan for a new era. Oh, excellent. You never know. Give me a voicemail. I'm already doing that. Whoa. Wham. Oh, no. I think I forgot to clarify. Yep. Okay. The 1964 Dodge pickup truck that I learned to drive in was not a stick shift. Oh, well. It was a tree on the tree. Tree on ah, the tree. Tree on the tree. Pod, pod. All, all, the, all the early cars my parents had when, when I was growing up, they had a Chevrolet Celebrity, and that oh, was three on the tree. You were fancy. Uh, fancy. And then there was the, I think it was a Chevette or Chevelle. Um, yeah. Chevelle? Chevelle? Yeah, it was the Chevelle. Chevrolet Chevelle had that one, too. It's three on the tree as well. And that Oldsmobile was also three on the tree. Well, thank you, caller. Hit me with another voicemail. Oh, yeah, will. Let me get to it. Yeah! Oh, I hit the right one. Woo! Hey, so it's Tom Starkweather again. Oh, hey. I also have with me. Alex. Hey there. And you made a comment about driving a manual pickup truck, and that's exactly how we get our garbage from this household to the dump. Oh, yeah, it's so fun. Because there is no garbage pickup. It's so fun. We are the garbage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Garbage man with a garbage truck right here. I never expected a lady from New York to be so excited about organizing garbage and seeing how it all goes down. Well, in New York, you have to be organized with the garbage. Yeah, but you know, you just kind of hand it off to the middle of the night. We're used people. to a lot of garbage in New York, and like rats climbing piles. Yeah, but this guy, this dump is much, is much cleaner. Yeah, it's very organized. It's very nice. It's the nicest. It's one of the top places in Stanford County. You have more pictures from this place than anyone else on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I do. I want to contact her, the Stanford Historical Society. There's some on my list. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lady that likes going to the dump. I love the dump. This guy looks so good driving the dump truck. In a manual transmission, 1994 Ford F-150. Okay, it's a focus. What? I, I no no no. We were at the gas station oh, last time. Yeah. You like going to Sheets after? Oh yeah, that's our treat. <laughs> yeah yeah. And there's this guy. <laughs> Go to Sheets after. He's like hey, and, and I was like knee deep in Substack articles about the COVID's coming back. Oh And he's like, what year is it? I'm like, huh. he, he, like Back to the Future mode. I'm like, huh. and I'm like, I don't know, man. Is it 2020 all over again? And he's like, No. What year is the Truck. I had oh. one. I was like, oh, the 94. <laughs> yeah. Long way there. In this book. Worth it. Bye. Worth it. Bye. 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 <laughs>
94 Ford F-150. That's, that's cool. Oh, nice. See, that's another one that had a proper bed. You could put stuff in it. That's awesome. I'm trying to find pictures of a, a dashboard for a uh, 61 Chrysler Newport. Oh, I've never even heard of that one. My brother has one. Oh. And it's... Uh, it's peach colored, but it's basically pink. Oh. But it has uh, push buttons on the dash for the transmission. Oh, neat. Yeah, very neat. Oh, uh, kind of like this, but not the same. But it's the closest I could find. Um, let me just put this image, image in the chat room there. Oh, nice. Let's see. We got a couple more voicemails. Oh, hit me with voicemail. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You know what? That looks like a jukebox. It does. It has, It's a 61. So it's, nice. Yeah. If that's you can fun. imagine that era of yeah. a, a vehicle. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a very neat thing. No yeah, that's something belts. special. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's something special. And uh, like the, uh, you know, it's got the bench seat in the front and the back. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. The old lead sled. <laughs> yeah, that thing's solid. Fucking made of steel. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I don't, I could never find any that. That peachy color. Well, if they replicated that, they're like all the all that metal, that jukebox looking part that you showed me just now. Like, oh yeah, it'd just be all plastic. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be metal like that. I think you you'd have to press those buttons and you'd have to mean it. <laughs> I don't remember if his car is a uh, a two door or four door though. Oh okay. But I know there is a rear seat. Nice. Yeah, it was always fun riding around in that thing. He lives in Tennessee now, but mm. riding around in that thing in the back seat with no seatbelts. It looks like that. <laughs> but I can't remember if it's two or four. Oh, okay. Just imagine that pink-ish. Yeah. Mostly pink. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine the pink, the sort of peachy-looking color. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to these voicemails. Joe Biden said, come. And most of them come with a phone number. And they did. Good Ooh. evening. Hello again. Good evening. Or Standard transmission. Yes. So, the first time I ever got to drive anything real. Okay, so aside from the Craftsman Power Lawnmower, which is technically a standard. Oh, yeah. As okay. far as vehicle-wise, it was about, I was probably 12 years old. We're working harvest and grandpa's like you're gonna learn this thing I'm like, all right so we hop in the, the one ton chevy truck with bed on it you know so you can haul grain and mm -hmm. start her up pushing the clutch you know following grandpa's directions to the t and then he's let out of the clutch and i did and it was like i had hydraulics like 
a rap video like boom <laughs> and it just bounces I'm like this is awesome grandpa's like damn it damn it son and so okay see let slowly out in the clutch while you press on on the gas you know learn that thing that was how I learned to drive and then I didn't have another standard until I had a big old F-250 lower and all that and it was real cheap because it was lower and you can't hold, hardly haul firewood in it, but it still had a, you could. Anyway, it was, it was a standard. God, that was the fastest thing I ever got going down to Dallas. And, but my dad had a four wheel drive automatic, same truck, and he got stuck in this mud hole and I was just, I got on through in first gear. But my most fun was my, it's still out in the pasture. Something snapped on it, but it's a '62 Willie. Oh, it's there ain't no numbers on it or nothing. The thing was cut up and pieced together. Oh, but what? man. Oh yeah, neat. Now that one you drove different than all the rest of the. Well, each car is different. You got to learn that car, like that Geo I had. Oh yeah. You get 45, 50 miles a gallon on a four cylinder. Way better than any easy yeah. stuff. Oh, dog's barking. The butter laid him back in. Thought somebody was about to sneeze. Almost three minutes up, I'm sure. In the smoker. Oh, with the smoker. Thank you, caller. Thanks, caller. In the smoker as well. Oh, I had to look up a 62 Willie, I guess. That's neat. Wrong one. I guess, I guess those are, yeah, that's a Jeep. A Willie's Jeep, yeah. Yeah. You're Jeff Goldblum. Oh, back when show. they were real Jeeps. <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. We got one last voicemail if you want to hear it. Oh, hit me the voicemail. Man, I forgot you guys were talking about driving a stick. Stick. Love driving a stick. Uh, my first car was a stick. It was a Saturn SC2, 1997 Saturn SC2. Cool. And uh, I bought it with like 295,000 miles on it for 500 bucks <laughs> on Craigslist. And I put maybe like seven okay. more on it and blew the engine out. It's driving lit. like a, you know, you drive your first car when you're a 16 year old man. Um, yeah, you drive it like that fucking car. The linkage fell apart. And I'd have to, like, unscrew all the plastic around the base of the stick and, like, hold the stick into the linkage to shift it when this would happen. Like, the stick would come detached from the linkage, and I tried taping it, and it would still come apart. And, oh, oh that thing was such a piece of shit. But I love driving sticks. Uh, I still have <laughs> two uh, manual transmission cars. They are my preference. Mm. Uh, and I really love them. The hood, we call that uh, an anti-theft device. In the I've heard this, yes. You're Jeff Goldblum. That's exciting. It seems to be a common theme that everybody prefers them. Yes, I, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited about this. Yeah, uh, I just like the amount of control it gives you, especially when you're driving rather quickly. Yeah. That definitely yeah. makes me feel like I'm hosting Top Gear. It does. <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> Carolyn learns to drive a stick. 
Woo! John already knows how to drive the stick. <laughs> and the stick drives the stick. <laughs> and James May is asleep. <laughs> oh, and then, okay, so then I could go on Top Gear. Yeah. And then, and then drive their little car. Yeah, just don't do the lame-ass American one. No, oh, no. The, and, you know, all the cool guys like Richard Hammond and uh, James May and then, uh, what's the other guy? Uh, Clarkson. Yeah. Uh, they don't host Top Gear anymore. You'd have to go on their other show and they don't do the same oh, thing. No. Yeah, no, because what, what was it? Didn't Clarkson, like, assault a producer or something? Verbally or physically, I, I don't remember. Probably sent a sent a message on X, and then no one liked, and then somebody got a f- disappointed and offended. Oh, maybe, maybe. maybe. I always I, liked Clarkson for that, and he didn't really give a fuck. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. Yeah, he was just. They were like, uh, "We don't like that." And he goes, <laughs> "Adios, c words." <laughs> I I like his farming show. Have you ever seen right. his farming show? Yeah. Yeah. I liked how he got a... It's not the same. I wanted to see him drive fast, not just be silly like a... Cracker Jack. He did get himself a a Lamborghini um, tractor. Yes. Yes, Which I thought was awesome. It was so gigantic, but he wanted to get it because it was a Lamborghini, and I can't can't fault him for that. I think that's smart. No, I mean, if you can, you might as well. Yeah. Get a good one. Yeah. And then I learned that Lamborghini does... Tractors. Yes, they do. It's fun. Cool. And they're supposed to be lit. <laughs> we are now. Yeah. Lit for a while. If you told me they were just dangling from balloons, I would have believed it. <laughs> Who yeah. says we aren't? I know. Exactly. I don't think I had any more. Oh. Wait, here's a clip about their carbon neutrality. Let's play this. One last thing. Okay. All right. I forget if this this might be about Sierra Energy or one of the other ones. Even if you're making electricity or diesel for a vehicle, oh. the amount of pollution that comes out of the tailpipe or smokestack is less than the amount of emissions that you're offsetting in the first place. Furthermore, Sierra Energy's plant doesn't rely on external energy to operate. Instead, Hart says that about 20% of the energy created is used to run the plant itself. And so by some people's analysis, you can make this carbon negative or carbon neutral. By other analysis, you can't quite get there, but it's certainly cleaner than fossil natural gas. Over the next few years... Fossil natural gas. Huh, it's cleaner than fossil natural. Somehow. But isn't fossil natural natural anyway? Well, yeah, it's it but they natural? just call it natural gas. I mean, it's oh. it's from getting crude oil, but I mean, you know, crude oil does come from the earth, and everything else from the earth we call natural. Maybe we should just call it something that's not crude. But they're making nobody likes crude. Maybe true. we just have to change the language. Ah, like they did with sin gas. Yeah, and somehow yeah, just call it being it something... synthetic, man-made, yeah. it's better than natural. Like, what's the opposite of crude? Oh, uh, polite. Yes, polite gas. Polite, polite oil. Polite oil. It's yes. actually polite. We gotta oil. go and uh, drill some more of that polite out of the ground. Yeah, we gotta bl- drill more polite 
out of Let's the ground. Let's see what we can extract by uh, boiling off uh, some distillates from this polite oil. Yeah. I, I think it's Polite I think it's distillates. Nice. Just polite distillates. That's, uh, that's all we do here in America. Yeah. Polite distillates. Yeah. It's not rude. It's not crude. It's very polite. Well-mannered polite. distillates. Well-mannered well-mannered oil. Um, yeah, well-mannered oil. oil. That's what I would I would call the, you know, call the factory. Yep. Well, well-mannered oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead of standard oil, it's well-mannered standard. oil. Yeah, well-mannered oil. WM. Yeah. yeah. You could push I, waste I think, management out of business. Yeah, get out of here, waste In management. In a very polite, well-mannered way, of course. It's polite oil right here. Pushing them out of the way politely. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. What I mean, what uh, question are we going to have for next week? Oh. Hmm. we got to have one. Got to have a question. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like. Like, um. I don't know. What's been going on lately with uh, anything besides the uh, learning how to drive the stick? Stu- oh. Oh, well. I mean, I've been doing a lot of music lately. Yeah, um, you've been doing a lot of music. I've been, uh, well, I've, I've been trying to get out and do and uh, play some golf. Golf, huh? Yeah. And running when I can. Um, have you thought of putting the two together? I actually have, you know, just uh, just running up to each hole and then and then just. Uh, you just never just, stop running. You hit it running like Happy Gilmore style. Yeah, I just hit hit it running, Happy Gilmore style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm, is golf is that like a leisure sport? Um, yeah, I think so. People call it a game, uh, but I guess I guess it would be the game of golf. And you're and it's uh, you want to be in a relaxed state when you're playing. Why it. don't you know how people they uh, you have games for your yard? Oh, like lawn bowling. It, lawn bowling, uh, what they call cornhole. Ah, it's yes. Like slat, you know, slanted boards with holes in them, and you try and land a bee bag in there. Um, oh, yeah. And then horseshoes. But why come no miniature golf? Yeah, yeah. It's because people don't think about it. They they want to go to miniature golf places. You wouldn't even have to dig holes in your yard. Just have a little ramp. The ball goes up, and the hole is basically in the platform at the top of the ramp. Yeah. You set it up, avoid all sorts of obstacles like the dog. Should we ask about miniature golf? Yeah. That's pretty fun. Yeah. It's been a while since I've done that. Same. But um, tell us some stories about miniature golf. When was the last time you went? How yeah. well did you do? And where can I go? Where can, where can I, I go? Where can I go to put Play my balls in golf? some holes? <laughs> Let us know. 430-201-4841. They're supposed to be lit. 
Yeah, I want to know. Uh, maybe I'll go play some miniature golf. There's a place nearby. Oh, neat. Yeah. And uh, the last hole, it goes back to the, you know, the the storefront or whatever in the in the collection. They don't let you keep your ball or anything. Oh. Hey, you're a piece of shit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what they tell me when I try and, oh. like, grab it before I sink it into the last hole. Oh, no. Hey, you can't keep that fucking 12-cent ball, you piece oh, of shit. Oh, We've only goodness. got 30,000 of them. Jeez. I know. What the heck are you driving those balls over here for? Are you crazy? I do want to wish uh, Crispy happy birthday. Birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, oh, Crispy. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Oh, you want to... We got some Boostergrams. Oh, we got some Boostergrams. Uh, during uh, the show, you've heard yeah, them. Yeah, that's uh, exciting. Exciting that we got um, some Boostergrams. that new Boostergram sound, I got, I'm glad it got some use. It it got some use. It but was, it looks uh, like they're lit. That was part it was of it. pretty... Pretty nice. Um, let's see here. I gotta scroll up here. Oh wait, I'm scrolling too far. Oh, there's a lot of scrolling. Oh boy, I'm scrolling too much. Ah, oh, there we go. Oh wait, too no. Much. Um, let's see. I'm getting I'm getting psyched out by Isobot and Chad because <laughs> it looks all the same. When I <laughs> oh. Ah, there we go. Okay, no, I should be looking for Stacy here. So we've got one from. Uh, I'm I'm. I'm guessing that's 11,000, 1,100 sats from Clip Custodian? Uh, yes. I don't know how many. Oh, that's a good guess. Okay, right. great. And Clip Custodian says, in the smoker. Well, in the smoker to you, Clip Custodian. Thank yes, you. Yes, indeed. After all. Oh, you're Jeff Goldblum. Indeed. Uh, we got one yesterday from Lavish for oh, 3,333. Ooh. Right. Saying, Ooh. Simply saying, gaining knowledge. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. He is quite lavish. He is quite lavish. That's he what is I heard on... anyway. He is uh, one of the hosts of Behind the Schemes. Yes. So Bad Radio Dot me. It's quite lavish. He does that with a uh, booberry. <laughs> you can suck a bag and eat my ass. Who wouldn't make out with those two guys? That's what know? I'm saying. Yeah. yeah look, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. And then uh, followed by uh, a lot of 333s. How many is that? Uh, one, two, three. It's hard to count. Because it's of the a scrolling. Lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I'm running out Four, of... Four, five, six, seven. Not even sure eight, who that is. Nine, ten. Uh, Eleven. Twelve. Uh, Thirteen, fourteen. 15, 16, 17, um, 18, 19, 19, 333s. Oh, thank you. From somebody. Doesn't say anything. Mm. Well, thank you, nameless person. Yeah. The nameless person came in again with a thousand. Thank you very much. And uh, Ned Ned, I like him, came in with 10,000. Shift that shit, shift your life. Oh, thank you. I had to say it slowly. Get that shit. Get your life. Get that shit. Get your life. Shift that shit. Get your life. Or shift your life. Shift, shift your life. Shift your life Love around. It. Come on. Who are you? One, two, yeah. three, four, five, six uh, separate thousand sets from, wow. I'm guessing, the same anonymous person. 
Yeah, seems like the same anonymous person. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. Boost my bitch up. We got some monthly donations that came in. Oh, I love it. Uh, oh, there's one. Uh, oh, this is from Oyston Bears. Berg. Um, it's for 50 Hogaroos. Oh, thank you, Oystenberg. Uh, I listen to your podcast almost every week, or when I hear it on the No Agenda stream. Congratulations on your album release. Thank you. Be sure to listen listen in to a new episode of Mutton, Mead, and Music, where I definitely will be playing your music. Goodbye. Whoa. We will check that out. Mutton, Mead, and Music. Mutton, Mead, and Music. Okay, I'll, I'll put that, I'll definitely put that in the... Uh... In the, show I'm notes. To, in the show notes, uh, mutton mead. Oh, that's. Uh, I'll try to find this uh, link. Uh, I, ho- I hope there's a website. I'm trying to find a website. Oh, and uh, let's see. Uh, Trasquatch uh, sent us three dollars and thirty three cents. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, as well as. Thanks, see Brooklyn 112 with five hogaroos coming in with the monthly. Oh, thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you. Uh, also, uh, another thanks to uh, Sharky. Oh, Sharky. Thank Sharky, you, Sharky. Sharky. And we got, uh, oh, 20 hogaroos. Uh, we'll just call it a Bravo Golf. Look at that. Bravo that Golf. Thank uh, you, uh, Bravo fits, Golf. I mean. uh, that's 20 hogaroos. We very much appreciate that. Of course, I have to find the clip for you, which is... It never comes up when I type in the word 20. And I keep doing it. Because I would think, it's got to be there. This time. But is it there? He has pledged $20. Uh, and... 10 Hagaroos from... Oh, none other than Vox. Oh, Vox. Thank you, Vox very much uh she sent us a nice note i can't possibly compete with sir keeper of vox's story so i guess i'll send love this way in the smoker oh in the smoker vox thank Ah, you no you're you got a great voice and uh away with words yourself so we could listen to you talk anytime yes just oh man (laughs) take a look at that That's the clip I played, apparently. And I told her that. <laughs> uh, so thanks, everybody. Thank you, everyone. And um, you can boost us anytime, really, or stream sats while you listen. I mean, modern podcasting 2.0 app. Yes. And uh, find the music that people were talking about. Just search for Everything is Lit. We are on the podcast index, so you could uh, even search for us there. Everything is Lit. There's 16 tracks not just me and Carolyn, but a lot of people uh, collaborating, participating, contributing. Yes. We got Make Heroism on there. We have, uh, well, you heard Sir Spencer, the Wolf of Kansas City. Ow! Ow. As well as Dame DeLorean. And Tom Starkweather, you heard him too. And Hey Citizen has a couple of songs. And Abel Kirby. And uh, yes. words from M. Andrew Jones, read by. Uh, either of us 
Yes. And you did music. I did music. Mm-hmm. Um, Who else did hey music? Hey Citizen. I said Hey Citizen. Yeah. You did. Okay. I did. Okay. There's a lot of people. A lot of people. Good times. So check it out. Everything is lit. It's lit. Because it is. It is. And more will be coming out, like uh, end of show mixes. So if you want to tell us which end of show mix you like, uh, tell us wherever you see us or send us emails. John, J-O-H-N at hogstory.net or Carolyn, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N at hogstory.net. Yeah. Uh, just subject line, favorite end of show mix. You can even yeah. use the acronym E-O-S-M. And tell us which ones are your favorites, and uh, they'll be released value for value style, V for V even style. Even if you don't even know what the song the song title is, if you just yeah. describe it, we'll we'll, yeah, we we'll know guess. what you're ta- we'll know what you're talking about. Yeah. What's your sign? I might ask you that. Yeah. What's your sign? And uh, we look forward to your voicemails all about miniature golf. Yeah. Tell us about miniature golf. Indeed. I'll tell you all about it. I might even go play it. Cool. Surprise, motherfucker. That's what I say. Yeah. When they see me there. Oh, that's what they're going to say. And then when I tee up my... to the first hole, I always, it's tradition to say, Oh, I love to pee and get the pee out of me. <laughs> and then you pee I'm going to bring my, my own putter. Hey, stop. That's good. It's, it's not. It's a zebra <laughs> putter, and it was Ooh. made in the USA. Wow. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Fucking America. Fucking America. I... I made sure. I said, "No way." I'm. I'm. It's got to be from pass America. It up. Can't pass it up. It's from America. What am I gonna do? Yeah. This is America, you dumb son of a bitch. Okay. Yeah, that's right. And technically, Canada's America too. Woo! You just have to cut that umbilical cord. Yeah. Yeah. But um, retie your umbilical cord to the smoker. And, uh, <laughs> Indeed, of course. Join us again uh, next Monday. Yes, the same time, same Smoker Channel, That's and right. uh, you know, you're Jeff Goldblum, and you can uh, touch in my basement anytime. You're Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> but until then, waiting to receive those touches, I've been Fletcher. Love you, everyone. I've been Carolyn. You guys, Google it. Adios, mofos. Adios. Get me somebody and get us somebody while we're waiting. And don't judge you. I'm trying to help you. And it's free. You're Jumbo Bloom. Fucking America. Captain. Captain Winky. Captain. Captain. If you told me they were just dangling from balloons, I would have believed it. Yup. But it looks like they're lit. And why are they lit?